Hey family, it's Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Come on down and get me curious. Revving up Nas, getting ready to play. Here comes the bridge. We're gonna go to Miami. So much chrome and not a lot of plot. It's Too Fast, Too Furious. You get what you got. Corona heads, it's the cast and the furious. When you're here, you're family. Worked in both products. Well, we have more than two now. Anyway, this is the cast and the furious. I'm Murrin. I'm Jonathan. We have more than two sponsors because this is two. We're on two, the second movie. Two cast, two furious. <laughs> that makes perfect We're not going to change the name. We're on that's... too fast, too furious. We have more than two sponsors. Right, we have four sponsors. <laughs> Why? Does that make sense? On well, the first one, we had two. So we have we have the square root of two in number of sponsors, I guess. Yes. Is that right? I don't know math. I don't know. This is, as, as Rick Ingham would say, this isn't the math and the furious. This is the cast and the furious. <laughs> I would like, I would not go on a show called the math and the furious. That sounds I would be terrible. curious to go on that show. Uh, welcome back, Murrin. Welcome back, Racer X. Oh yeah, the, you too, Bandit. Good to see your fuzzy face again, and hear yeah. your fuzzy voice. Uh, just so, <laughs> yeah, hear my hear my fuzzy uh, voice. Hey. Just so you guys know, because uh, I know you guys are really interested in what we're wearing for the for <laughs> two cast two furious. Because the first movie is very tank top oriented. I guess this one's not so. T- is, it's more just t shirts and and uh, well, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about. It. There's lots of different things being worn, but they are not tank no, not tops. Many. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing a, a shirt uh, with Colin Farrell from the Miami Vice movie on it. <laughs> okay, and he says I'm a fiend and a from Ohio. Hat. And then a, uh, and a hoodie a back, and a, a Yosemite mm-hmm. National Park cap. That's nothing to do with the movie we're talking about, but there you go. Yep, I'm wearing a robe and drinking a Corona. And that's oh, that's it. very appropriate. There's nothing between me and my Corona. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! Well, our, our guests seem uh, disturbed. Um, before they get I, introduced, I though, I didn't know we were going to talk about what we were dressed as. <laughs> so. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a I have a corgi t shirt and oh, I'm drinking sweet tea. Like, <laughs> oh good. Yeah, and I don't think I have a uh, racer nickname actually. Oh my goodness! Wait, this is you didn't get one major in the group? No, I. I figured, like, maybe, I, okay, how about I just go by the name Johan, and then people call me, like, Gary. And it's because I beat the ever-living daylight out of a guy named Gary, and I just took his name as a nickname. How's that? Um, let's that, see. It's are not you great. basing that on, <laughs> on uh, Vin Diesel beating up the guy that killed his dad? Yeah, or something like that. You know, so when they go, like, his this name. Is, they're so, like, this is, this is, is Johan. Is Dom the name of the guy that killed yeah. his dad and then he just took his name? I mean, it would be a great backstory. It's like, this is Johan. People call him Gary. They're like, why Gary? We don't talk about the loss of Gary. And then like someone in the background starts crying. They're like, I miss Gary. All right. So, so I get, all right. Welcome, welcome dead Gary, I guess. <laughs> it's a backstory, but I feel that it should be more car related. Maybe like, Okay. Geary, Gary. Geary. Geary. Oh, Geary. Geary. <laughs> Geary. 
<laughs> Geary. <laughs> Promise me you'll never die, Geary. <laughs> yeah, we're calling him Geary. Geary. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a so good in, name. Thank in you. In Fast and Furious 9, are we going to meet like the janitor who takes the bus to school? And he's like, I'm the mm. real Dominic Toretto. He took my name. I'm nothing now. I used to be a, a race car driver. <laughs> I I would still watch that movie. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's Fast and Furious, so it goes without saying. We have to. It's part of our mandate it's now. And then the movie's, about, the movie's about the janitor trying to just live his life, like not not even much. Well, that was Johan. And Jarf, uh, Jeff, what, what's up, Jeff? How's it going? <laughs> Since we're sharing, I am wearing my never-ending minute ride-or-die t-shirt, so I'm ready to act a fool and talk about Too Fast, Too Furious. All right. He he used used a line from the movie. Yeah, a line from the song, the titular song. (laughs) Yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious. It comes out in diegetic sound. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But since we're talking about music, one of the most important things was what is the music going to be for this uh, season, This for these chunks, these four chunks. And uh, both Mern and I wanted to do a theme song. So we are have both done Hang a theme on, I'm song. Not, I'm not this... writing a theme song for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing a cut of what we feel is a, a musical interpretation of how this show starts. Our other one is like a, like, a, like a revving of engines and it says, go, and then it starts one – to never, you know, that, that was our song, but we're now in a different movie, so we got a different song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, Murren has written, uh, his, own, <laughs> I, yeah, has written music and lyrics, lyrics. by Murren. <laughs> what are we putting at the beginning of the episode? Uh, what we're gonna do right now, we're just gonna sing a song off the cuff. We're each gonna come up with a verse of the Too Fast, Too Furious <laughs> song right now, and it's going into the cold okay. open. Okay, are you yep. ready? Uh, you're okay. first. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's called pimping in uh, improv. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, hey family, it's too fast, too furious. <laughs> Come on down. Well, good and luck. Get me curious. <laughs> okay, I already knew you were gonna go bad when it. You tried to rhyme with furious. <laughs> you probably want to put something easier at the end of the. Do you want to try again, That's or is it. that? I don't it? want to try again. That was very painful. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, revving up Nas, getting ready to play. Here comes the bridge. We're gonna go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, uh, you, you critique my rhyme with furious, but then you, you have to force rhyme play in Miami. Yeah. Cause that's awesome. That's a, that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda would understand what I'm talking about. It's hard to rhyme like hard yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like ludic- ludicrous as well. Johan. Oh, jeez, I'm up. <laughs> Is that the first line? Yeah. Oh, uh, all, oh the guests are doing it, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, they don't have to. We can just stop right there. We can just stop right there. That's fine. <laughs> we won't put you on the spot. Unless, unless, Jarf, unless you have one. I'll give it a try. <laughs> okay. So much chrome and not a lot of plot. It's too fast, too furious. You get what you got. Oh, nope, yeah. You, that's actually pretty good. Damn! That yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that wins. That wins. All right. All right. Well, that's the now the beginning. <laughs> We're just using that for every episode now. Yeah. No, I hope not. <laughs> it's going to get worse. <laughs> that's not good. I think I think Jarf had time to like write. Yeah, it he was thinking about that. I could tell for for a little bit. I I was just All put right, on the spot let's... at the beginning. I'm too fast mm-hmm. for y'all. Draw. That's the song. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you just screaming words at me? <laughs> I'm screaming <laughs> lyrics to uh, Act of Fool by Ludacris, which is the theme song for this movie. It Original is. song written for the soundtrack by Ludacris, who was also an actor in this movie. Continuing the tradition it, of is. casting actors in Fast and Furious movies. And I say... Mm-hmm. Is that what our name means? Is that what the podcast name means? Cast and the Furious? No, because we're we're <laughs> casting. Well, we haven't done any like dream casting yet. I feel like that's something we could start doing. That's something we did on Point Break Minute. Yeah, I think now that we're like in a place where like later the later movies actually play the game dream casting and they do dream cast yeah. people. I At had this a dream point, cast when I was no a kid. One, it was pretty fun. No one except Paul Walker's in this movie. So, I mean, other than new characters we're going to meet, but no one from the original is in it, so it's like Okay, yeah, Dreamcast it. Yeah. yeah, we'll 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 have to do that this time. My wife thought that Cast in the Furious meant the cast of the film. Well, that's what Google thinks oh, well, it is. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's great for our search optimization. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fantastic. It won't even look it up for me when I put in Cast in the Furious. It won't even show it. It just thinks I mean. Do you mean Fast and the Furious? I'm like, I really the don't. cast of the Fast <laughs> and the Furious. Well, speaking of cast, should we break down the cast of this kind of? initial race that we get in our oh. first slice of the movie yes we should have we, we will get there um so yeah we're, we're talking too fast too furious uh that's that yeah uh that street race is kind of the central point of this first chunk the first wedge if you will um yep it's the it's the it was shot in miami uh released in 2003 so this is this is 2003 to From its core. Academy this Award nominated director John Singleton. Yeah, this was an interesting choice because it was not um like I thought it was going to be a Rob Cohen thing for a while. I think so did he for a little it was bit. So popular. Yeah, I think he did too. But uh yeah, I I don't mind it. Uh John Singleton knows how to put together a movie. Yeah, yeah it shows. I think and... I think the, the direction in this movie is is uh one of the highlights. Um Mm-hmm. There are other things that that kind of let down, but uh, he he does it. He does he directs it well. You're not let down by that logo. Oh man, when it comes that in, was a, one of my first. The logo notes. comes in with like a transformer, Days of Thunder style, <laughs> and <then> little <laughs> like little neon like light beams of light shoot around the logo and and make vroom vroom noises. It's oh, it's so it's good. it's way it's a step up from the fa- the Fast and the Furious logo, which is just like a chrome. Windows screensaver that popped up on the screen. Yep, someone got After Effects and just said, "Make the words Chrome." Yeah. I do have something chrome. to bring up. I just, I don't know. I assume you all watch this like on digital media, not on DVD. But mm-hmm. I watch this. I have the physical copies of these movies, and I watch Too Fast, Too Furious on DVD. And if you press play on these movies, there's a couple things I wanted to bring up. Uh, you start okay. off. Um, you're forced to watch several trailers. You can't skip them, uh, <laughs> oh, and the trailers right. are as follows. Time Cop, The Berlin Decision, starring Jason Scott Lee. <laughs> what? The Scar- Scarface Anniversary Edition. Uh, Animal House Remastered. Uh, bring It On Again. And then you get to the, mm. then you get to the menu. And the menus are, uh, are again, a whole other adventure. Um, there are three separate men- DVD menus you can select. One for, okay. for the character of, uh, of Brian... One for Roman Pierce and one for Suki, and in each of these menus, it highlights their car, and you can watch specific videos about their character and about the car that they drive. So they they really went all out with this DVD. Um, well, as we know, they did. They built a prequel. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, and then, just for and the then when you get when you hit play, it it asks if you want to watch the prelude, the turbocharged play, the turbocharged prelude right. first, which I didn't do this time. And the answer is no. no. I've done that. <laughs> I don't ever need to see that again. Nope, no. not good. So that was the DVD. That was a little DVD uh, si- side. Uh, Before we even get to the logo, though, we are greeted by 2003, basically inside of a flatbed truck. <laughs> Every person in there is who I would, if I had to make a movie from 2003, this is who I would put in that truck. Yeah. Got guy with dreads. It kind of, they kind of look like a bunch of Sims characters. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They're in a big truck, and the truck actually does the like it lowers. It does the like, yeah, oh, and the, then before the, that, the, the the universal logo turns into the hubcap, which is also pretty cool. Oh. I wish the universal logo was really on that hubcap when they go to the real <laughs> hubcap. It just it's stays not, there. <laughs> uh, it would be awesome if it's actually like they just pressed one that has the you know a universal logo on it. it would be nice, but oh well, I'll I'll, I'll get over it. And they're putting up signs to close the road, so we know there's going to be a race. Starting That's with a race. That's pretty clever, I thought. They, we don't see that in the first movie, but just like putting out like road signs that they stole or made or something that just like, yeah, we're just closing the road down. People stay out of the way, and we'll just race here. It's safer. Hey, safety, yeah, safety first. first. And, and Too Fast, Too Fury, it's all about yeah, safety. They wear their seatbelts. Yeah, but they took these signs from another road that was closed, most likely. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. I didn't think of that. <laughs> So well, people are okay. just driving <laughs> off a broken, yeah. broken bridge. Yeah. Look, it, look, they're just trying to stop the injuries that could happen during their thing. It's not their fault if some family of six drove off the road <laughs> into an abyss because the the bridge was not finished yet. They, well, we, during this race, we kind of find out they they control a lot of the infrastructure of this city more than you would think. Well, yeah, at least Tej does, and we'll get to we'll get to Ludacris here in a second. Uh, yeah, we see the, see that really cool logo that comes in with the woot. I don't even know what you would call that, like the way the logo moves. It's super cool. It, but it's, it, it reminds me somewhat of the first movie. Remember in the first movie as they drive in that first big race that we do see the lines of color like neon flying by us, kind of like, uh, uh, Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how it looks like that. That's kind of what this looks like. It's like the same color palette. Yeah. And there's like, I don't know, 5,000 people at this race? There are a mm-hmm. lot of people. I, I can tell they're, they're trying to like sort of up the, the street race vibe and sort of take it and like mm-hmm. make it bigger, make it sort of, uh, build it into a bigger thing. I kind of appreciate that. It's a, it's a cool scene. Yeah. Cause race wars was, race wars did not really give me no. much when it came to real. I just want to see a bunch of cars that look cool. And this has a ton of cars that are all. It, like every car has its own unique yeah. identity, so it's kind of fun. Uh, and and, and Ludacris starts the movie off with his wow, his hair and overalls is just it's. And a he look. has a pro pick stuck in his hair, which is very 2003. Uh, he yeah, he's not the no. only one, but yeah, he's yeah, the, well, first. the first. That's the first pro, pro pick, pick we, see. we see. What do you guys think of this look compared to what he looks like now? Are you glad they ditched it? Uh, in a way, because it was great the way he evolved, along with like everything else he did. But this is iconic, ludicrous. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. I love it. I love it too. Yeah, I love it also. It's, I I love his line and his energy to kick off the movie too. Oh yeah. It's it's time for ignition and straight automobile pimping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he starts. This I think is, he, he starts off like, pretty quick by quoting okay. Matthew McConaughey. Um, he says, "All right, all right, all right." The, the three all rights. <laughs> I don't. 
think he's quoting Matthew McConaughey on something. I think he is. I think he's directly quoting Dazed and Confused. I think he stands there with his friends. He's like, you know what I like about street racing <laughs> is the cars get younger and uh, the drivers stay the same age. I don't know. I don't know what that or how that would work. That's, that's pretty close. Yeah. He's a big, he's a, he, the, so we're not in the reconnaissance uh, yet. We're in the Luda, uh, uh, Luda, uh, Luda discover, the Luda, the, the rise of Luda. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The rise of Luda is, is mm-hmm. good. No, no, wait. Ludicrousance, um, ludicrousance. This... There you go. That kind of works. Mm. Sounds, that sounds yeah. delicious. Mm. <laughs> I would eat a ludicrousant. <laughs> when when they close out the the second uh, road entrance here, is that mm-hmm. the same truck? I think so. Is I think it's the trucks driving around every like yeah, all over the city. Job. Yeah, no, but like, but okay. So I guess it's just like they go back, grab another set of road close signs and cones. Yes, they murder another family. Yeah. Because I was wondering at first, like, oh, is this a, why would they use a second angle? And I'm like, then the second one, the two dudes, or one of the dudes is missing, the one with the uh, yellow Adidas hat. Oh, I love that guy. That is, that's, that's the guy who sold Brian the car in the, the prelude. He's like the, the white guy with the backwards cap, the backwards, uh, sun visor. Oh, yeah. That, that's a good, that's a good look. And oh, it's our first, it's our first short shorts in the first, 40 seconds. Yep. And, and, and a gratuitous butt. Yeah. You gotta have it. There's yeah. gonna, be a, gonna be a lot of butt yeah. in this movie. Especially with a lot of ludicrous and on the scene. You gotta have yeah. it. It's in his contract. Yeah. It's one of the writers. Uh, he knows what they've been paying attention to his contract. It's like. My dad, my grandfather used to wear those overalls that. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Wears. Oh, you're gonna say short shorts. Okay. <laughs> uh, my grandfather was, uh, or very, surrounded uh, by This is a weird trend. This was a weird transition all of a sudden. He had a lot of hip. He very hip. Yeah. He, he was very hippie. He had a lot of hips. Uh. <laughs> and he wore it with a, his had a little, like a little built in belt. Yeah. But, uh, Ludacris is, rem- well, one, the way Ludacris walks, I know he's doing like basically gangster swagger, which is, it's funny. Cause like the way he walks almost like he's taking a dump in his pants. It, like he, his legs are so far apart when he walks around in those goofy little pants mm-hmm. that it, it's well, normally that's to hold yeah. the, the the sag. You have to you have the sag in pants in two thousand three, yeah. uh, and then you have to walk with a wide stance so they don't just fall down. Yeah, right. But then he's wearing well, overalls, enough. so I guess it's just it's out of habit. Yeah, yeah. And there's one where he like does like a foot drag right. type of thing with the swagger. It's pretty nice. I guess he's wearing coveralls, it's... not overalls. He's wearing like a jumpsuit. Yeah, Mechanics. right. Coveralls, jumpsuit. like work yeah. coveralls. I didn't know what to call them. They're not. Yeah, overalls. I think they're called coveralls. Because they cover all He's of He's not a farmer. After we get the, the racers, you know, uh, we kind of see like a bunch of cars and they close all the doors. And now Ludacris is getting on his phone and saying it's ready to go and everybody's ready. And now we see everybody who's going to be, I guess, racing in the first race mm-hmm. of the night. You got some great characters here. Uh, great characters. R- originally, I just called them Pink Ranger, Red Ranger, Gold Ranger. <laughs> That's good. Because... Because they're like color coordinated to their uh, car makes it very simple for me. Even their pit crew is coordinated. Yeah. So if you guys have their names, oh, feel I do. Free yeah. So yeah, so let's first, talk about first, I believe we meet Slapjack, played by Michael Ely, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend, uh, and they have a they have a kind of a tense vibe. Um, <laughs> they're arguing oh, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> she and uh, she's also she's wearing like a bralette. Tank, like halter top thing that says 42 on it and he has a matching jersey that also says 42 
So I imagine they're like shouting out Jackie Robinson or something. I don't really know, but they have matching uniforms basically. <laughs> and uh, she, well, his whole team. If you look behind him, they're all wearing crushed gold velvet. Yeah, so they have a crew, the same one. They, he's they ordered unif- like you know, matching outfits for all their crews. Hey, I could get I could get six of these for the price of two. <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, order them wholesale. Um, yep. And she rips his fro pick out of his hair, and it hurts. Yeah, because <laughs> ow, and he gets mad, and then she gets yeah. madder, they're, and they're <laughs> not having a good night. No, and then of course we meet Orange Julius. Yes, um, <laughs> so I, I'm good. so glad you've brought this up. How could yeah? Uh, for for our new season, I would like to introduce our newest sponsor, Orange Julius. Everyone, welcome, Orange Julius. Orange Julius. Thank welcome. you. Welcome. <laughs> The uh the devilish, devilishly good drink, Orange Julius, has decided they wanted to join us. Yeah, they called uh, us. If you've never had an Orange they they called definitely called us. We did not just take their name because there was someone named this. It's a devilishly good drink. It uh it's actually similar to a I looked this up, I did not know it was it was a Dominican Republic drink. Oh, uh yeah. Dominican drink, uh which kind of works with this show. It's called Mirior Soñado. Sorry, everybody, for the pronunciation. But it's basically, a, you know, orange juice, milk, sugar, and ice. But this one has, like, powdered egg whites. Hmm. I I used to drink the uh, – Johan, have you ever had these? Yes. Do they have these in California? Yeah, they do. In the, All right, I awesome. still like them. <laughs> yeah, I still too. like them, too. I never, I never knew the ingredients. Now it sounds grosser, but I still kind of want one right now. <laughs> no. Oh, I want I think one they're so pretty bad. good. I, I used to have them every now and then, uh, but now it's like I, I, I haven't had one in years. Um, they're usually just in malls, and I don't frequent malls very much anymore. They're owned by DQ mm-hmm. now, so now they probably have a stand in the DQ. Yeah. Hmm. So if you have a DQ near you. Go and but DQ is not one of our. Ironically, no, DQ no, is not one of separate, our sponsors. Even though they're the same company, do not now, go there. Separate. <laughs> Only go to Orange Julius. Yeah, if you order a Blizzard, so, we'll yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely don't have a Blizzard and an Orange Julius. You I should mention this again. Uh, um, Michael Ely, uh, we mentioned the Prelude is also in Almost Human, and we has that connection with Mika Kelly, mm-hmm. who's in the Prelude, the Turbocharged play, Prelude, mm-hmm. and then we have um, Ama- Amaury Nazlasko. He's playing Orange Julius, and he's mm-hmm. best known for Prison Break. Yep. And when I watched this with Jessa, she recognized him from that because that was a, a show she watched. And then we meet and uh, Suki. Suki, played by mm-hmm. Devin Aoki. A- Aoki? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sister to Steve Aoki. Yeah, to DJ Steve Aoki, uh, who yeah. he appears in the Point Break remake. So there's another little connection. No Crazy. way. Yeah, he plays a DJ. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. uh,. Yeah, she's interesting. Uh, she has a pink car. I like yeah. her crew. I like her crew. She's uh, funny enough. Out of all of them, like having their things that they each have, like uh, Orange Julius is a a, a big mouth and a, a, a Latino big mouth, and Suki is also like super yeah. dirt, super sexy and sexual dirtiness, like dirty for yeah. no reason. Like her, the dirtiness comes out of nowhere. Yeah, she's just filthy. And later on, she'll say some things. You're yeah. like, it's the, sorry, uh, yeah, they're trying to do that, like, contrast. Like, oh, she's like a cute, uh, cute girl, but she just has, like, a, a filthy mouth. She, like, says whatever she wants and, like, oh, that's so crazy. And then the only thing, other thing we know about Gold Ranger is that he needs to pay the rent because his girlfriend yells <laughs> yeah, at him again. Yeah. Yeah, I know this. 
Yeah, Suki, yeah. I know this. Suki has like that that weird like modified chaps thing going, and I think oh, it's yeah. pretty rad. I like it. They're like chap pants. Yeah. Like there's not assless or anything. No. They're just yeah. She yeah. definitely has a good vibe going with her crew. It seems like they get along. Like uh, they're yeah. a good team. Yeah. So she's a she's a fun like they're a real team. Whereas I think Orange Julius yells at his. Yeah, team he here. probably yeah. yells at him, and then uh, and then Slapjack. I don't know. It's just his girlfriend, and then the team seems like they kind of just don't want to get involved in that. How much better would it have been if uh, Orange Julius had a team and they were called the Dairy Queens? <laughs> and it, it was, and they just came out and worked on his car. It'd be pretty awesome. Somehow, when you put like, when you pluralize Dairy Queen, I don't like it. It just <laughs> it's just it's a little disturbing. I mean, well, I think it, if yeah. you lean into it, it works. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Sure. So, hey, Except sexual positive whatever, jar says, "Do whatever you got to do, man. Whatever get whatever, whatever your works crazy for you, kink buddy. is." Sex positive jarf is okay with it. That's right. Yep. Speaking of Suki's crew, I like that she's got a crew of all ladies. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. It, this reminds me of the beginning of the uh, pod race. It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've all got their own little droids and their own little like little things. I wonder, they do. Was that an influence on these movies being made? Because that came before the first movie. That was 1999, and then. Mm. Like I'm, I'm sure we can't blame. I can't. I'm sure, we can't blame the prequels for many things, but not for the opening. <laughs> Maybe of it's too not fast, that direct of a connection. <laughs> well, I mean, we will get to the uh, scenes with Eva Mendez much, much mm-hmm. later. But just put a pin in your your comment about the prequels because there was a moment that was I was pretty sure he was using the Force. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> We'll get there. Well, uh, they they need a fourth. Basically, they got three racers. They need a fourth. I don't know why, but they need a fourth. And they all are being told basically, you go home if you don't have anybody. Three three racers is not allowed. You can't race with three people. I guess. I guess because you'll never know who wins. I don't know why you can't race with three <laughs> I people. Know, I like, I, really, it's a very strict. I, I don't rule. know. It's, there's no reason. Very strict about there's that. There's really no reason. And, yeah, very strict. Like it's off. And so he gets out his flip phone, awesome, and calls Mister Brian O'Connor. Yeah. Tuna on white himself, wearing a towel, <laughs> and says, do you want to race? You have four minutes to get here. <laughs> he has to race to the race. Okay, so I, so I had a couple, like a note before that, and then I have mm-hmm. a problem with this scene with Tuna on white. So okay. So note before it, something that they do that I like is they establish this conflict between Orange Julius and Suki. So, and everyone, (laughs) Orange Julius, he like he's being trash, and he's saying, Mm -hmm. "Well, if we're gonna find a fourth, why don't we get two more, and then we don't have to roll with skirt here." And and so they have a little bit of a nasty exchange between the two. Yes, and that in Spanish means drink. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody drinks Julius. But then I think that's good because then that gets you more invested in them racing against each other once against yeah. the race. And put Suki on your side because, at, as we'll see in a few minutes, she and Brian are kind of like right. friends. So, like, it's not – like, the other two guys are – kind of Yeah, they're kind of like rivals. I they're kind of jealous of him. Um, yeah, I, but I already – these characters are like – I like the way they set them up, and I already like all of them more than Ja Rule. Oh, well, you know why? Because they're wearing, they're wearing complimentary That's, colors that is true. to their cars. 
That's why you like them so much. You're just like, oh, this yeah, makes sense. I'm just fascinated sense. by colors. Like, whenever something shiny shows up, I'm like, oh, I like this. <laughs> I like this I mean, movie now. Honestly, that's a big part of why I chose the slice. I, I, I love that they're color coordinated like that. It's, it just, it's aesthetically pleasing, and then it just, it's got this anime feel to me. So I really like it. But what yeah. I had an issue with is, so you said, okay, Tej tells him, you've got four minutes, man. And then in typical, as boring as possible, tune on white style, he says, all right, I'll be there. If you're in an action movie and you're a racer and someone says, you've got four minutes, man. Obviously, the only well, response is, I'll be there in three. Right? Yeah. That's Oh, that's good. Okay. Here, I'll put you on spot again. What would be the thing you would say to Ludacris? Like, what would be your, I'll be there? Like, you got four minutes to get there. What would be your movie line? The, the three minutes so is an good. excellent one. That's it. I would probably say, like, I'll three. catch you on the flippity flop. See you there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ludacris is like, what the hell just happened there? <laughs> Ned Flanders, what happened? <laughs> He takes his flip phone, breaks it in half, and throws it away. He's just like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> like, he doesn't want that conversation to ever exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope that I hope that line is only stored in his phone and throws it away. <laughs> then I text him in a, a smiley face uh, emoji. <laughs> yeah. Winky face. Flippity flop. <laughs> Eggplant squirty, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, that, is, that, is that yours? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> just, it's like, oh man, what the hell? What the hell, Brian? <laughs> Mine would be from, uh, it would have to be from, uh, uh, I just saw Zombieland 2. It would have to be, uh, let's, let's kick, let's see, I think he says, let's kick some dicks. That would, that's a really good line. What's the one that, does he say, uh, like, the first one says, nut up or shut up? Yes, they also yeah. comment on that. That would be that would be acceptable but, yeah, as well. Kick some dicks is uh, let's, <laughs> hey, kick, let's some kick some dicks <laughs> and it just hangs up. <laughs> it's like, and that's like, was that an affirmative? Like, is he coming? <laughs> like, is that what's happening? So he shows up, and he shows up in. I'm sorry, that car is insanely cool. The Nissan yep. Skyline R34 yep. GTR with. What are those things on the side that spew it's just like confetti? What is that? Like, it's like, it's, yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's insane. So a lot of the cars in this, they really worked to, uh, like get, they basically gave the guy, the, the consultant for the cars, a wish list of like, okay, just like, you know, cars, whatever the coolest, like most sought after street racing cars are, just make a list of them. And we money is not an object. We'll just get whatever. And he's just like, okay, well, there's these cars that are, are only available in Japan. And uh, they're just like totally, you know, everyone's hyped for them. Let's see if we can get those. And they got them. And I think this is one of them. Yeah. And they're, cause Brian is driving yeah. European style. He's driving on the right really. side, on the right hand side of, his, of the car. So yeah, they got a couple of those. So this is one of them. It's like, he wouldn't have been able to get this in the U.S. in 2003. Now it's, you know, you can get it, but, or you could a few years later. He parts, he parts the Red Sea of, of people. He lines up with him and he gets out of the car and Brian O'Connor wearing a white hey, t-shirt. Yep. A blank white t-shirt. Just feels yeah. right. <laughs> it just feels right. Right. When he stood up, I was like, that's exactly what that's, he should be it. wearing. He opens his dresser drawers, just all matching white t-shirts and like one yeah. blue one. <laughs> 
Yeah, and they uh, he he automatically ups the ante. He's like, "What do we race? Does it stay? Like, does what what he shows up? Doesn't uh, Orange Julius is like, oh damn, it's Brian, or like someone says that? Yeah, they all like, basically oh, man, do that, Brian's like here. except for Suki, who's kind of in, she's yeah. Like, oh, oh, Brian's so, cool. Hey, yeah. Brian's here. But so basically, he's the dom now. He's like he's the dom of yep. this scene. He he's the dom now. He's the dom. Mm-hmm. And they're all the yeah. subs. J- uh, Jarf loves this. You can't see his video, but he's choking himself right now. Just so you know. <laughs> he loves talking about this kind of stuff. And they race, they're going to race for steaks. And, uh, aren't delicious Julius again? Pissed. Like, aren't they're all subs and they're racing for and- steaks with Orange Julius on the side. Um, oh, it sounds so good. I'm so hungry right now. And they, uh, they say 35,000. Like, that's nothing. I thought it was. And I'm like, I thought it was 30, because then it, I'll, I'll talk about this. I, I didn't really make clear notes on it. I thought it was 3,500. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I thought there was Because no then at the end, 35, they talk 000. about getting like 10,000. Right. Cause he talks about stacks. Right. Cause he says stacks. And I was like, a stack is a thousand. And, but he does say 35K. Maybe. Wait, a stack is a thousand? I didn't think a stack was a fixed sum. Yeah. I thought it was more of a Well, general- when you have 11 and he says, here's, you have a little more than 10. It works out to $111,000 or $11,000. So at least it makes sense with what he said. It makes sense for $11,000. The math and the Because there's no way in one race he made $111,000 or he wouldn't be living on a houseboat. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I mean, yeah, really? 35, if it was 35000 they're all putting in 35000 into the pot. That means he's going to have $120,000 he, if he wins. Hundred eleven. Yeah, hundred, okay, hundred. It's not the math of the okay. furious. It's okay. Over a hundred thousand, which is that's uh, an absurd amount of money. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Although it is on a race that's going to almost that's murder true. them all. It's a very, because Tej Tej doesn't like boring. No, it's ass a very races very anymore, high risk race. He basically makes uh, and and they all fork it over. Man, even Gold Ranger Fox forks yeah. it over, and he's got rent new. <laughs> we this is the he, only thing we know has, about his character. If he has that amount of money on him. You think he would be fine paying the rent instead of coming here? I know. <laughs> Just like. I want to see her in the background going, why didn't you pay the rent with that? That's, what I, that's all I want to hear. So then I think at some point uh, they, they start revving their engines and they're, they, the cars start farting flames like they usually do. And Ludacris says, <laughs> back flames. up before you turn into barbecue. And just imagining if Vin Diesel was there, I'd be like, you know, my dad turned into barbecue. When he was racing, <laughs> he just turned into barbecue and we uh, fried him up. By the way, also barbecue is a type of steaks. Enjoy your orange juice, everybody. <laughs> racing for barbecue. <laughs> oh man, racing for barbecue is no. that's not a, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. I would race. Yeah, for barbecue. they all get, you know they all had to the, the uh, finish line is the restaurant, and they all just all go in and have a nice meal together. I like that he looks around the crowd, kind of like, "Hey, man, I'm home. I live mm-hmm. here. This is my thing." I really like that scene because it's such a different Brian than we saw at the beginning, where he's basically. A tryhard trying to learn yeah. how to he's race. He's cool now, and he's uh, he's chill. He's just like, yeah, this is my life, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, he's like, I have no, I have no responsibility since I am uh, basically hiding from the cops in a uh, countrywide manhunt at this point, if the prelude mm-hmm. is to be believed. And he's living. He, I guess he's living in Tej's garage because his car was parked there, and he yeah. just jumped right in it. Oh yeah, was he? I thought he was on a houseboat. Was he in the? I don't. Was that not? It I don't just know. Maybe like they, a houseboat. It, it felt like, like a houseboat because he said get there. So he says to get there in four minutes, and he's like not dressed when that happens. And the next right, thing you know, yeah. he's jumping in his car and he's driving out of the garage. 
but it did kind of look like there was a houseboat. Maybe it's right on the water. I think it is right on the water. I think we'll see that later. Yeah, we'll see it in just, daytime uh, in the next chunk. I think his garage is right on the waterfront. I think you're right. So that would so that he has a little houseboat right. right there. That'd be pretty cool. I wouldn't nice. mind that life. Nope. Tej has got it going on. Yeah. And they show a bunch of uh, uh, you were talking about they got all, they got all the cars with all the bells and whistles. All of these sound systems are insanely mm-hmm. cool. And they, they just promote, promote, promote every one of them. Like the one, uh, we get a little, uh, there's our uh, diegetic mm-hmm. sound. We start, we song, yeah, someone's playing song. Act a Fool by Ludacris. And that's the loudest song, and that kind yeah. of wins and then out. That plays, it raises up out of the And that plays back. through the next yeah. couple like shots. That's before. That's still before Brian gets there, but it plays over him driving to the race. Uh, right. How, how do we feel about Ludacris? Uh, I'm actually wondering in this movie, in this universe, who... Does a song for Act of Fool if it's not Ludacris? Yes, <laughs> if if Ludacris is playing Tej, the 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 mechanic former racer, where does this song? Is there a Ludacris in real life that's just like a doppelganger for Tej? Yeah, yes. sure. So it's like everyone's like, "Hey, you look just like that guy, Ludacris." <laughs> it's like in uh, um, when uh, I get that all the time. What's that the movie? SNL sketch, ridiculous. Yeah. It's like it's kind of like that. What's that movie called where Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, is with cartoons? Twins. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you're thinking of a uh, uh, yeah, Last and Action then Hero? he sees the poster oh. for Terminator, but it's uh, Sylvester and Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. So maybe in this, Sylvester Stallone uh, is a rapper. I don't know. And and the uh, the impractical thing. Only thing right before they get racing is that uh, Suki's uh, the inside of her car is like pink velvet, and I like that. I just I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that before and we move on into the evening. She has a little stuff. screen right by right on her dashboard that has a little cartoon character that I guess like mm-hmm. yells at her to go faster or something. Yeah, yeah, they all do. They all have uh, LED screens. Every one of them, their cars. Even Brian has one. I don't know what it tells you, but. Yeah, uh, this must be obviously normally it's like the computer system for yeah, all I mean, the in in the first movie high, you see you know. like Brian has like a laptop on the mm-hmm. passenger seat and it's like programming his so engine or something I don't know yeah we're such gearheads we're such gearheads guys see I was wondering if her if Suki's LED was kind of mirroring what she's feeling or if it was telling her it's like what a to mood do, ring it acts the same I was yeah. wondering that too because there's a part of the race where she gets frustrated. And then the cartoon yep. on her screen is making an angry expression. So it's sort of implying there's some type of neural interface. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I think so. Well, before we get too far into this, let's take a break real quick, talk, listen to our sponsors, and we'll all come back with a refreshing beverage of our choice. Don't you love it when everything falls into place? Like how the world-famous Orange Julius Smoothie Shop now fits so perfectly inside your DQ. The new Orange Julius Premium Fruit Smoothie. Unlike others, it's hand-blended. Real fruit, low-fat yogurt, no artificial flavors. How do you know it's real? Flip the switch. Refresh your routine. The new Orange Julius Premium Fruit Smoothies. Now at your DQ. Get yours today. We're back from our commercial break. Yes, we are. Oh, oh I'm so refreshed. Yeah. Right now, I'm drinking my... Mm. Oh, it's so thick. <laughs> oh, and Orange freeze. Julius. Oh, feel that egg white. Mm, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's powdered. <laughs> um, it, do you guys mind? I got a hot dog from Dairy Queens. Oh, no. Is that okay? Well, you had to pay I mean, for that. The right Orange there. Juliuses, what of course, were free because we're, uh, we have a deal with them. But you got to pay yeah, for right, the Dairy Queen right. products. But I, I had to pay twice as much for the hot dog. Oh. 
It was not cool. It was the cost of a hot dog plus an orange Julius, so I don't think you got... Oh. <laughs> you may be right. Well, hey, again, not the math and the furious. Don't know. <laughs> Just for being a guest, Orange Julius sent me a mini fridge for, full of Orange Juliuses. Did you guys not get that, too? What the... Okay, okay. you can pluralize Dairy Queens. How dare you call them Orange Juliuses? <laughs> so what do you do? You call them Orange Julii? They're orange Julies. <laughs> Actually, it's um, it's pluralization becomes the first word, not the second. So it's oranges Julius, like attorneys general. Correct. That is exactly right. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I can't wait till the attorney general gets on our becomes one of our sponsors. We have to get to some law stuff before we get to that. All right. Well, we're back. We're back. Uh, we've we've got our we got our sugar high. And speaking of sugar high, these guys are going very fast, very quickly. Eve Mendez has made googly eyes at Oh, Brian yeah, she's there. And then walked off into the crowd. She's there. We don't no, know who she is. just a mystery woman throwing some flirty looks at June on White. The only thing that's weird is that she's wearing gold, so I thought she was with Gold Ranger. So I didn't know. At first, I was like, oh, is she with Gold Ranger? Like, is that like his other girlfriend? Like another we don't know. Hates him? It's, she's I don't there. Know. I, I literally, when she showed up, like... I like did was she established at some point? I don't even remember. She just kind of no. pops up, and no, then she's no. just a mystery woman in the crowd. Yeah, and then literally now yeah. I forgot she was in this scene too. It's it's kind of weird. <laughs> All right, so the race is going totally All understandable right. because Eva Mendes is so forgettable. Ugh, who? What? Who are we even talking about? <laughs> I love Eva Mendes. All right, anyway, they they start the race. They fly off at breakneck speeds and then everyone runs after them like it's the running of the bulls i'm going to catch up to them they're like dogs chasing after the cars but they they don't know what to do with they caught them (laughs) (laughs) they're like yeah and i bet right now if we pan back to the crowd it'd be like well i guess we just wait till they come back because there's no i mean they're they're driving 100 miles an hour so they're gone they've gone eight blocks in two seconds yeah if if this was the pod race they'd have a little uh tablet that they could watch uh, watch the racers on, but they mm-hmm. don't have that here. Yeah, and every time the car goes by, it doesn't go. No, Ben Burt did not do the sound for this. Although the engine no, sounds are good, uh, the, like the engine sounds are always pretty cool. The engine sounds are good. Most of the like uh, the 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 camera angles are really good. Uh, have you guys started a count on how many times we're going to have to rack focus in on eyes? <laughs> I, I've already lost count in the one, first. I think we did two on each racer. In like the in very yeah. close, we do like one that's kind of like their face as they're starting off, and then they do one that's like just the eyes. And yeah, that's uh, actually another Paul part Walker of what I some... love about this because it, yeah, it's it's very anime. Yes. It's very, it's very Speed Racer. I mean, we're gonna this one's more like Speed Racer than any other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they races. really make it. Yeah, and some of it is even I think animated, like computer animated to make like the sure like the side mm-hmm. shots they have. Oh, and I'm I'm watching it right now. And Suki's uh. Car just oh, got yeah. angry <laughs> when she got angry. It just makes That's me laugh. That's a good bit. Uh, but yeah. And their first turn, they muscle that turn. They do not drift the mm-hmm. first turn. It's not, we're not Tokyo drifting yet. First turn, they not yet. They do it in the second and third. Not Tokyo Miami drifting. Drifted. They're yeah. Miami drifting. It's a little different. It's like the mm-hmm. Samba. It's like a, it's a little step to the left or to the right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Suki quotes Ludacris at some point. She says, move, bitch. I know. I love it because that's like one of my favorite songs by him. Of course, like when I was a when I was a teenager, and I and Ludacris was really big when I was a teenager. Um, for mm-hmm. some reason, 
I don't remember why. I printed out the lyrics to Move Bitch off of my dad's computer. <laughs> and then he saw it left up on the screen. And he was like, so what is this? This is very violent. <laughs> this is a very, very violent imagery in these lyrics. Is there something we need to talk about? And I was like, it's a song, Dad. <laughs> Shut up. And unfortunately, it was the day before Mother's Day, so we thought you were going to insult your mother. <laughs> I was going to put it in a little envelope. Like, like why are you mom. writing this to your mother? <laughs> oh. No, Dad, you wouldn't understand my music. <laughs> you don't know modern music. This is from Chris Ludacris. <laughs> modern music. And th- and we get uh, – th- what I like in this is as they're racing, it looks I- – I assume Brian must have uh, – I, I don't know how the sleeping arrangements are, but it seems like Tej and Brian must have been hanging out in the bed because they must have been talking about that sweet drafting move and used the sugar pack to show <laughs> illustrate on his upper thigh. kind of because he does he does the he does the draft move on mm-hmm. Orange Julius. Mm-hmm. No, on Gold on on Gold Ranger on uh, yeah slapjack right. Michael Ely. Uh, slapjack yeah yeah on almost Vrooman <laughs> because pretty quickly they they separate the field. So that mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's Golden Golden Brian and Suki and Orange Julius and Orange Julius he kind of sucks. Yeah, he's yeah. the worst racer but here. I I kind of like that the guy that uh, was the most uh, derogatory towards her and women. Yeah, is the one. So he was the one you're kind of supposed up to beating him. Yeah, he's the one you're kind of yeah. supposed to dislike, and then he ends up losing. Yeah, I don't know. Su- Suki's kind of derogatory toward women too. He just she's just calling men that the words. She's like, move, bitch. Later on, she says, I'm going to, like, get she, up inside she, you or something. She's a, like, yeah, she says, she bend say? over, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, uh, yeah. It's like, I'm like slapjack, It's I very think. women empowering. It's different. Oh, yeah. yeah it's very empowering. Yeah. Jarf is all yeah, over this. It's, it's different coming from her. She's, she implies and, that she's yeah. going to fuck his car, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. And I love it. Uh, they're, they're, they're looking at each other and they, they pull the move where Brian does the, Brian does this is the first time we see it the drive and stare. Oh yeah. He looks over at Gold and it's just like, "Hi." Like I'm just driving my car. Yeah. Like I'm not even trying. Uh It's like what's almost up? Vro- almost Vrooman is just like in his car like thinking about it like I got to go faster. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, what's up? What are you doing? Driving? Me too." So how's yours coming along? <laughs> but from a storytelling yep. perspective, I think it's smart that they divide up the field this way. So that you've got the A story and the B story with the race for first, and then Suki and Orange Julius duking it out in the race for third. Yeah, right. Well, well, we don't know it's the race for second, but no. yeah, at, that, at this point, later on, it will become in the story the race for first and the right. race for second is is between the two things. But yeah, we don't know that. And I, I love this part because Tej is like, "You're all gonna love this." I got a new, I got something planned. And then he sends his guys out. We don't know what they're doing. They're like going in this thing. And then you're like, Oh my God, he's going to raise the bridge. <laughs> and when at first I thought, how high is he going to raise this bridge? Like, what are we talking? Like shoot to the moon, <laughs> raise it. Yeah. They don't raise, I mean, they raise it yeah. a lot. It's a lot. I was thinking they would raise it five feet. <laughs> no, they raise it. It's at an yeah. incline. Like it's bad. He's almost about to murder four people. Yeah, I yeah, think cause... that he's really assuming a lot, saying, y'all are going to love this. Because <laughs> everyone was already really excited for the race. And it's like, oh, you, you didn't have to murder those four people. We were already having fun. Yeah. 
I mean, I know we, in theory, murdered the people who the signs we stole from, the road closed <laughs> signs from, but that was just in theory. That was theoretical murders. This is like we saw this happen. Also, we, we don't just, know those people. These are yeah. racers. This is family. Yeah. Yeah, and he implicated three innocent people just to raise the stakes somehow. It's like, you guys, like, you break into this, obviously, a federal building to raise the the bridge that could kill these mm-hmm. four people. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that they missed out on is the incline because all of these cars are lowered that the front end would just smash into it before they even get to launch. So, yeah, I, I would like to see the real landings of these cars. I <laughs> they show they show the cars when they land and some of them like literally you know that the second after they cut, the car just stopped working. Yeah. Because when it lands, it they don't have they have the opposite of huge shocks and suspension they have Mm -hmm. nothing yeah they that they're low for a reason that's why because the shock and suspension has been changed like they they lower it so it drafts differently on the ground but then we keep the same reaction of the crowd like being excited and ludicrous like smiling and smirking that he did something how can they tell what's happening though yeah yeah i can dig that cut the super violent cut This is already this is already a lot better than the other first movie in mm-hmm. the racers because now I can see all the things they have. We don't actually see other than um oh man I've already forgotten his name the the skinny one the little one rabbit oh Jesse his name is yeah Jesse J- uh, Jesse like was really the only other person we saw really get to use some of the tech yeah use some of the tech that cars use like yeah. street racers use other than that's weird Brian in the first movie we vin. never see vince or uh or whatever his name is uh, uh johnny no well we see him race but we don't see vince race and we don't see the other guy race of the crew of dom's crew oh yeah Oh, you mean Vince? Yeah, sorry. I think you meant Vin, Vin no, Vince. I, Vince. I <laughs> Same yeah, problem we had in the first now. one was there's a Vin. Well, just wait until we get to Fast oh, Five, wait. then Vince is back. Oh, <laughs> until God. then. And Vin. Uh, yeah, the, the race is good. It, I like the way it's filmed. Um, for this movie, apparently they they did a lot more. Like Paul Walker already had a lot of like training for for driving, but they did uh, some pretty mm-hmm. like a two week course for uh, all the people who had to race and drive cars in the movie and. They did a lot more, um, like they actually drive, are driving the cars as like a stunt driver. The actors are actually doing it so they can sort of film from outside the car and then see their face. Um, so that they didn't really do that oh. in the first movie as much. No, the, and the, I like that we kind of feel the, feel the road. I, I guess, I guess in the first movie, yeah, I don't know if they had the budget to actually have car jump as, other than crashing Vin's car, there's not a lot of, complete and utter destruction of mm-hmm. cars like there is just in this first part like these cars some of these cars like just blow yeah. up <laughs> and have like they mm-hmm. they wrecked those cars and, and if you jumped any of these even if they were the not the the hero car but like a stunt version of it you'd still destroy the car yeah so the amount of money that goes into that has to be a ton. Yeah. now are are they wrecking the cars to kind of raise the stakes of the film i think they're trying to sh- uh, maybe that's just to make it so we literally have like a Miami flavor. It's like, it's just more like, this is more fun and not as gritty as the LA street race. Yeah, they're just trying was. to make it f- like bigger like and, and crazier. I think it's like, a, a yeah, that's what I mean. Because yeah, I uh, in the other one, it doesn't happen till the end, but then here you get three wrecked cars immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so they, they, they go to the, they go to the bridge. 
almost Vrooman sees the bridge and he hits the Nas. He mm. goes first and he's getting up to around 115, 120. And Brian is not. Brian is still driving as fast as he can, has not hit his Nas yet. And, uh, um, uh, Gold Ranger jumps and right before he jumps, Brian hits both <laughs> yeah, of his Nas saw that. and hurdles. <laughs> yes. At 160 miles an hour. He, he jetpacks over this thing. And when, when I saw him, like, he, oh hit, he hits both NAS buttons. And when I, you know what I thought when I saw that? Is that legal? I'll make it legal. Yeah, so he does it. And he jumps, he jumps over, uh, almost Ruman's car. Like, he, he, like, passes him <laughs> vertically over the jump. <laughs> which again thank god this isn't the physics the fast in the physics because i don't know if that's how momentum works i don't know if going faster would make you go well, again over I think, somebody I, I feel like they're treating nas like it's just like a jet on your car like a, a, a jet yeah. plane that is attached to your car that just like shoots you into the air and it's not really that but it's it'd be fun if it was it's an awesome shot yeah, because he's at. I'm looking at it right now. He's at 120 when he mm-hmm. hits the ramp, and Brian is at almost 80 miles an hour faster, <laughs> like immediately. All now, yeah, he's at he's at 160, 70, 180, 190. He's at he's easily at 200 miles an hour by the yeah. time he goes up in the air. Now, uh, here's one of the things I really really liked about this scene was the the speeding effects after they hit the mm-hmm. nose, like how the lights mm-hmm. are flashing by. Um, they added this in this movie Torque right after. Do you guys remember that movie? It's like Fast mm-hmm. and Furious with motorcycles. Yeah. Um, there was a, there was a stuck in production hell type thing where the flash film was going to be filmed with the exact same effects around this time. So it got me really excited when I saw these on film. So the flash, like a flash Gordon movie or no, flash, like running flash, the running flash, Bart Allen, Barry yeah. Allen, Wally West, etc. So they were supposed to be using these effects. So when I rewatched this film, I just like kind of remembered about all that production hell and torque. And I still really like it. I like the way it was done. I like it too. And I love this shot when they land, it's upside down. <laughs> yeah. And then when they land, if they flip it back upside, yes. that's a yeah, good direction. That that's fun. That's that fun right that's there. That's a fun shot. And it's one of those ones where you're like, Oh, I did not see that coming. And yeah, I love it's, it. It's definitely, yeah, there's it's, some- it's creative. And that's something that was kind of missing from the first movie. Yeah, there's a lot of really good camera work in this uh, film. Because there's one, like, right at the beginning of the race where the cars speed right by the camera, where the camera spins around to follow them. The camera mm-hmm. shakes like it gets caught in, like, the the wind, like the draft mm-hmm. effect of the cars. It's really cool. Yeah, I wonder if they just digitally added that or, like, they just had it go left to right and then they added the vibration. Or maybe just had the cameraman do the vibration. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a cool shot, and, and here's our second. Uh, uh, I'll explain our our second guys. We have such a big, uh, such a big sponsor now. Um, as they go over the bridge, and as Gold Ranger goes over, his car, the front of it, implodes and bursts into flames, and he drives into our biggest sponsor so far this season. He he runs into an 18 foot Pepsi sign. Your family, Pepsi. Pepsi, welcome. The, the choice of a new generation. If you're not drinking Orange Julius and you're not drinking Corona, why don't you have you a Pepsi? You just graveyard all three of them. Delicious. <laughs> yep. But I like, I like that the sign next to it was for the new Mitsubishi Eclipse, which does show up in this film as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, it does. 
But when I asked them to sponsor, they said, uh, screw off, buddy. And I was like, wow, they're so mad. Yeah. I'm going to go with Pepsi. Pepsi could not have been nicer. Mm. All right. Yep. They can. Uh, uh, Jarf, just so you know, they're sending you a uh, fridge of uh, Pepsi Sweet. products. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just get to stack this on top of your other fridge, uh, Orange Julius. Yep. It's just a ton of Crystal Pepsi. So <laughs> Crystal enjoy. Pepsi. Yeah, that's like the champagne of Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, right? it's like Pepsi with fancier. <laughs> okay, let me just tell you something. The only thing I know less about than the Olive Garden is Pepsi. <laughs> um, I'm going to really work hard to try and drink Pepsi. I am from the South originally, so we that's not a normal thing we drink. Uh, usually it's Coke uh, or sometimes RC. But um, I remember as a kid, people there were Pepsi people and there were non-Pepsi people. I don't think that's this is going to become a Corona Modelo fight or a chunk wedge fight or a pineapple on pizza fight. But knowing what flavor that you enjoy, do you, I think Miami would be a Pepsi type of town. Yeah, I see that. It feels like it. I'm. It feels like. I I have not really understood Pepsi at all. Uh, as or, a product or a concept? It's a drink. It's a as drink. A uh, it's kind of like yeah, Coke. Yeah. When when I <laughs> it's brown when I, when I grew up I was not allowed to have it because that was my mom's drink. Same with Coke and all that. So I had all the Fanta, Sprite, Seven Up, etc. Wait, and then it was wait. wait, wait I don't understand. No, so it was, was your allowed. mom's drink. So only your mom could have it. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So when you're in your family, when you're born, you get dibs on a soda. Print. I is this how I it didn't works? get dibs. I didn't get dibs. And my so mom your whole did. life. Yeah. Your, your whole life is, so no, I, no, no, I got that. Yeah. That's my dips. Yeah, so I never, like, bothered to have it because okay. I was so used to these other drinks. And it wasn't until actually a couple years ago that I was told that they actually taste different than Coke. Because <laughs> I just never drank it anymore. A little different. Especially after, especially after the whole nail can dissolve in Coke. Then I was like, all right, then I'm just staying away from it completely. Uh, the opposite's true. Uh, it actually creates nails. If you have nothing in a Pepsi and you leave it too long, nails just spontaneous. All the ones, okay. This is a little known fact. Coke and Pepsi is really, they're just portals. And Coke makes the pe- the nails go away. Pepsi brings it back. <laughs> so if you ever lose anything in Coke, it's in a bottle of Pepsi. Okay. All right. Okay. But yeah, um, it wasn't until recently that somebody told me that they actually taste different. Same with Twizzlers and Red Vines. I never knew they tasted different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, now, that's something I get real adamant about. I'm a Twizzler man. I had absolutely no idea. I've never eaten either one of those. The difference between strawberry and cherry. Is it really that red much Red Vines or cherry. Uh, yeah, Red Vines are cherry and uh, Twizzlers are strawberry. Yeah, I'm not so. much of a candy person, so. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. when every time I see Pepsi, it, it – it's about the same. I can't. I don't choose it over a Coke. I just don't know what either one actually tastes like. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting point to have. That I've never. I've drunk Coke for so long that I think if I drank Pepsi, I would just automatically probably. I mean, I love it. It's the best thing ever. Yes, it's good. It's, it's great, and it's also but, very good for you. You should all. Everyone should drink it. Yes, because I. Yes, I'm actually stronger because of it. So would you actually be able to pass like the Pepsi challenge type thing? Like you'd be like, nope, I know there's a Coke. Definitely. Okay, Definitely. so it's that much of a difference. Yeah, if someone took a Coke and left it out and made it flat and then made me drink it with a Pepsi, I couldn't tell the difference. Oh. To me, Coke, Pepsi tastes like co- a flat Coke. Okay. All right. It's just the carbonation is different. All right. Never, never really knew. 
what it tastes like. So, well, you know, let's we've talked enough about our Pepsi. Let's let's go to our sponsor and let them talk about Pepsi <laughs> and how much they love it. And we'll be right back. You're a whole new generation. Oh, thanks for that commercial break. Go Pepsi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go Pepsi. That was one of their Go sayings. Go you know Pepsi. <laughs> I have a new miniature segment I want to do for Too Fast, Too Furious. It's called All right. Ludifacts. Oh, Ludifacts. I'm actually interested in this. So Stay I have my first Ludifact, and this is a big one. This is a bombshell. Ludacris is Richard Pryor's cousin. Whoa. Oh, my God. I almost just spit out my drink. <laughs> you spit out your Are Pepsi? Are you kidding? <laughs> Yes, my delicious Pepsi. Listen, see, that's that's Pepsi and gla- and ice, not a not Bailey's. I know it sounds like Bailey's, but it's it's a thick Pepsi. <laughs> They're a very thick Pepsi. That's it's been out for a while. Pepsi thick. Oh well, <laughs> see, Jarf, Jarf knows. Yeah, Jarf has the fridge in front of him. He knows one of the things they brought him was Crystal Pepsi and then Pepsi thick, which is where they don't put in as much water. It's just more syrup. It's like that Ugh. squishy in Simpsons, where it's like they make it super thick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I like it. Pepsi thick is a stripper I, w- I saw last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Along with Crystal Pepsi. Oh, that's it. That's her mom. They work together. <laughs> so that's your Luda fact of the episode. Luda. I'm only going to get one fact an episode? Just, yeah, just one an episode. Sorry. Oh, okay. Right. Or maybe they'll maybe they'll uh, build cumulatively. So next time it'll be two, and then four, and then eight. Oh, like our sponsors, it's it's exponential. Yeah. We'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah, see yeah. how many interesting Luda facts I find. Okay, that was the most interesting one so far. That is interesting. Okay. I never. Yeah, knew I never knew. You know what's really interesting? From 1939 to 1950, Pepsi slogan was twice as much for a nickel. In 1950, they changed that Jim to more bounce. To the ounce. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that what? also works for Pepsi Thick. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> More chug for your slug. Uh, another one. Any weather is Pepsi weather. Mm. More balance <laughs> for the ounce. It's just so great. I love the rhyme. Luda, ludicrous yeah. approves of that rhyme. Yeah. Here, here's where they were getting close to that Pepsi, the choice of a new generation. They were really close. And they said... Now it's Pepsi for those who think young. You're you're so close, like you're <laughs> you're so close to being like a hip slogan. Yeah, that was like that sounds like the the sort of third or fourth draft, and they haven't quite figured it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then and I can't believe that the Pepsi generation started in 1967. That's crazy. Oh. I, in my mind, Pepsi generation was like the 80s. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's uh, Generation X started then. So it was Pepsi generation was before that. It's the mm-hmm. end. Of, it's the generation between uh, baby boomers and Generation X, I guess. Oh, I got you. I got you. What's Pepsi's slogan now? Oh, uh, why don't you guess? Enjoy Pepsi. Something like that, right? Uh, good. Good try. Good try. No, it's the best drink created worldwide. What? What? That is since 2012. That has been their slogan. The, the best it drink feels created. Like they're getting lazier and lazier as they came. They along. can't possibly believe. Yeah, it's almost that, like it's, that is true. How about this? Where there's Pepsi, there's music. That's just. That's just not necessarily true. I mean, there, sometimes there isn't. Right. I, I have to argue. Like a library. This, they actually went back. Remember earlier we said that all weather is Pepsi weather? They went back and said summertime is Pepsi time. So not all. So only only summertime, not winter. Yeah. This is like heading towards idiocracy type commercial. It's like Pepsi, drink it, jerks. <laughs> yeah, drink it, dum-dum. <laughs> Put it in your throat. <laughs> Turn it to pee. They have like eight that are like 2008 to present, which makes me think they're just around like in different places. One's just 2008, Pepsi. Something for everyone. <laughs> like, I guess. <laughs> like, if you gotta drink yeah, it. Yeah, you know, people sometimes like it, I guess. So, it's better it. than dying, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi, it's liquid. <laughs> well, not Pepsi thick, no. I would call that more of a gel. <laughs> <laughs> when you choose for the viscosity, Pepsi thick. Mm-hmm. Pepsi 40 weight. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes Ugh. you just want to drink syrup. Pepsi thick. The the banner on Pepsi's website right now is always be celebrating. A always that's not bad. B, B, yeah, that's not, yeah. C, that's almost find your beach. Yeah. That's really yeah. close to find your beach. Always be celebrating. It, it, it feels like a modern Put slogan. the Pepsi down. <laughs> Pepsi <laughs> is for celebrators only. <laughs> Don't Pepsi me, bro. All right. So this race, this race, uh, Michael Ely just cra- almost room and just crashed into the Pepsi sign. And I mm-hmm. think at some point, Orange Julius just chickens out. He doesn't go for it. Nope. He doesn't go for it. If it's, that was a Pepsi smart, thick honestly. sign, you could have hit it and you'd have been cushioned by the Pepsi thick sign. So unfortunately, that had not. I wasn't sure where you were going to go with you can hit it. Oh, I like that. Pepsi thick. You can hit it. That's <laughs> a good. That's I would drink that or, or uh, eat, <laughs> would you or at least eat it with a <laughs> <Really>? spoon. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, basically the race is it was winding down. Suki comes in Ooh. second. Uh almost Vrooman has she, she has another the Pepsi uh, sign. She, she she tells everyone to smack that ass. She's a uh, instructs. <laughs> she says that in the air. She's like smack that ass. <laughs> yeah, so she comes in second. And she her car gets uh, messed up a little bit, but she still she still makes it. Yeah, she just compared to the other cars other than Brian. Yeah, she's still uh, driving. It's, yeah. It's not that bad. The, guy, the no. other guy looks like the entire like transmission, crankshaft, whatever part that is. I don't know cars very well. <laughs> Just gets. Like, no, you do. You're Geary. <laughs> you know exactly what's going on. Geary. No, but Geary knows. But it's like it just like smashes into the ground. It's throwing sparks up everywhere. Like hers yeah. isn't that bad in comparison to the three that obviously weren't going to win the race. Yeah, and they they finish the race, and then um, Tej kind of get you know talks about you know parking her. 
Yeah, in his he, he had he, he came on something. to her before the race too, and she shut him down. And he's like, "All right, all right." But now he he tries. He yeah. gives it another try. He's like, "You might want to bring that that body into the shop." And then she says, "She says like, yeah, sure, or something." She, she like says you know something affirmative, and then it's like it it kind of sounds like is she going to she exchange sweet, sex yeah. for work on her car? She gives a, him a sweet little kiss though. No, I think they're just being. I think they're being cutesy. Like okay. other people that are doing it, it's gross, but. I don't know. Okay. The first one he did was kind of gross, but when she shuts him down, he's like, all right, all yeah, right. He, he bowed out respectfully, like, but then he gave it another shot, and she was like, okay. Yeah. She And also, she does need her car fixed. She does need her car fixed. Yeah, actually. It, it, made, me, it made me pause. I, th- I think the dialogue is bad, and they go for these very hammy car-related puns with their flirting, but Tej and Suki's chemistry gets the sex-positive jar seal of approval. Oh, I, I like that's... I like their interplay. I, as you said, I like that he he makes this flirty gesture with the the corny line, and she's like, "Well, when you get the right set of tools," and he's like, "All right, okay, that's cool." And then, but then when he comes back again, it, he's like, "Oh, well, you know, when you're gonna do it?" And so then she's a little bit more aggressive, like. Well, hey, I just might. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And so it's kind now of now she on. needs those tools. Yeah. Fix yeah. your car. And you mean your squeal of approval, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that just, is just, that is that the squeal of a car tire or this or is that a no? Okay, it's here. Other. I'll play it right here. Here's his squeal of approval. Yes, that was upsetting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a fun time picking that that uh, sound effect out. Yeah. <laughs> so then the cops come, cops, cops, cops. Cheese it! It's the fuzz, <laughs> and not one of them has on a cop hat. Have you? Have ever? Sorry, have any? You mean a Gutenberg? Have you ever been in a situation Good. where you've had to scatter for the cops? <laughs> no, I'm a good boy. Yes. yes. I, I'm raising my hand right yep. now. Yeah, me and Johan are like, yep. "Yep, absolutely." I have scattered. Should we, should we share our scatter? It's the cops. Sure, they can't get me now. <laughs> that guy's way dead. <laughs> I want to hear all about this. <laughs> uh, when I was in high school, the uh, I had we had a car full of booze in the trunk. Not we weren't drinking it yet, and we were taking it somewhere. I don't remember where, you know, those nights it was like trying to find a place to drink was a thing. Uh, we finally said, let's, we, we needed to basically ditch the, the, the booze. Cause we had done what we were going to do. We'd gone out and hung out. But the problem was we didn't have anywhere. You can put it anywhere. Cause we had all had to go home. That's the problem. So behind a strip mall, there was a, excuse me, like, like a bunch of shrubs. And in that shrubs, where it was like an old derelict, I swear, to, I, 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 I swear, a fridge. Not plugged in anything, but like an old derelict fr- fridge is like on its side, like definitely trash. We put our stuff in there. And so as we were coming back to our car, we had nothing in our car at that point. We walk out of the bushes into a car in the back of a closed strip mall. And there are three cop cars there. And we're all like, okay. And they... First, they, they, they turn on their lights and we're all like, uh, and he says, Hey, are you, uh, you know, what are you guys doing? We said, Oh, we were just, I, I don't remember what dumb 
answer we gave. It was probably stupid. He made, he checked our trunk. Of course we don't have anything in it. And we close our door and then they both, they all get radioed and they all like kind of just, they don't drive away, like squeal and drive away, but they all drive down the road and I, we could still see them. And then their lights turn on and they come rushing back toward us and we all panic and run into the woods, not get in the car, <laughs> but run into the woods. And I ran around in aimlessly in my hometown for 45 minutes in the woods. <laughs> and That's great. And I, I don't know what I was doing. I don't, I was like, Oh God, I got to get, cause I'm like, you know, at that point I'm probably staying at a friend's house. I wasn't staying at my house that night. So I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't know where I am. I'm like, I'm 16. What am I supposed to do? You know, I, I have, there's no phones. I don't have a phone. I don't have GPS. There's nothing. Jonathan was the, it's like, was the, uh, the, uh, inspiration for several Bigfoot sightings that night. <laughs> I was, yeah. Or would it be skunk? Would it be skunk ape in uh, in Tennessee? Yeah. I also, I didn't have a beard at that oh, point, okay. so it would have just been a, a slender man. Because <laughs> I was like a hundred twenty pounds, six foot guy, oh, okay. running around like a lanky dude, just running around in the woods. Yeah. So that was my first. That was my first uh, run in oh, with multiple. Coppers. But I'll tell another. Okay. Uh, Save it. Another Save it for episode. another episode. After maybe a little bit. wad all at once. <laughs> I've got one, um, though, and it's it's a little bit racing related. No. Okay. All right. So. You say ra- racism no. related? <laughs> <or>? <laughs> Racing. No. <laughs> so back in West Philly, we had every year around Halloween a race called the Dumpster Derby. And. You would assemble some kind of go-kart only from salvaged materials. So, for example, one year I raced, and actually the year I won, I made a cart out of an old wooden door and the base of a lawnmower, and then the front wheels were a bicycle tire. So just a really heavy old wooden door and it's on those four wheels. So, it, did you dress up like Rose from the Titanic? <laughs> no, I, I dressed <laughs> in, in uh, coveralls. And then one of my friends saw that I was going to lay face down, sort of bobsled style uh, mm-hmm. on this. And she figured that it was a pretty good chance that I was going to kill myself. So she gave me her motorcycle helmet. So I had a whole well, kind smart. of evil Knievel vibe with it. And uh, well, you, you say evil Knievel, you really like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but we, so we would shut down this block of West Philly and race all of these dumpster vehicles down kind of as many times as we could until the cops showed up and then we would just scatter. Dumpster Derby. Mm. Sounds fun. The Tetanus 5000. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Um, My run-in, it's like five of almost the same exact thing. Um, Old uh, warehouse rave scene back in LA. So we're all listening to music, and then you see that one high beam flashlight just going across everybody's heads, and then boom, everybody scatters. So 
All about the same. Mm. Not as exciting as your guys' it seems Wait, like. what were you doing that was illegal? Breaking into warehouses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was, you, you weren't supposed to be at the warehouse. It wasn't no. rented or anything. But you just No, started. so you just like, um, there's like a info line and you call it and it's his voicemail that says like, go here, go here, blah, blah, blah. And then you just end up going through the back alley of a warehouse and then someone broke in the back way and sometimes there's a generator, sometimes they plug it in to an actual running uh, current. And then you're just having a good time and then all of a sudden you see just, uh, you know, the the high-powered flashlight that cops used to have just going across everybody's heads so then all of a sudden everybody scatters when they realize there's cops. Hmm. That's a good story. Yeah. Those are all, it doesn't matter because they're scary no matter what because nothing you were doing, they weren't going to arrest 2,000 people or 100 yeah. people or 700 people. They're not going to arrest They're just trying to break no, it up. We don't know that. When we're little kids, they don't know yeah. that. We don't, we have no idea. Yeah. In our minds, we're fugitive number one for the next week. Like they're looking for us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you see like DJs carrying like their Technics turntables and records like actually running past you in better shape than you are carrying a much heavier uh, equipment. It's impressive. Well, because they have to do that all the yeah. time because they're at every yeah. rave. And it's so. impressive when you see that. They probably do cool. a rave workout Someone... where they practice sort of drills, <laughs> running a 100-meter dash. They should come up with equipment. a rave-based – they should come up with, an, uh, with a backpack that is collapsible that you can just fling on your back and, like, it just slams doors on everything so everything kind of stays where it is. Like, if you have things on turntables, whatever it is just kind of locks everything mm-hmm. in place. You put it on your back and you just go running. Yep. That'd actually be kind of good. Yeah, it could be the the uh, the portable DJ, the mobile DJ. Yeah, he runs to the DJ. dance party. Well, nowadays I they like use that. like CDJs, which are just CDs. Some of them are just USB ports, so much easier now. And at least the uh, scene's been a little bit more legitimized, so it's not as much as an issue now as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, the uh, they they all run from the. The cops and the cops all seem focused on Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is a wanted fugitive. The rest of them are just kind of random street racers, but yeah. So he, he managed to escape for a second, but then a cop car pulls up. This, this part. Oh my God. It's so awesome. I it's love so it. good. J- James freaking Remar comes out of his co- cop car and takes out a gun, which looks like it's from Starship Troopers. Or yeah. something like that. It looks like a I said it was gun. the men in black de- deatomizer. Yeah, sure. It's, it's like, it's, like it's, it's like one of those, like it's oversized and, and chrome. It, it just looks like we stepped into a sci-fi movie, basically. And it, we're like, yeah. oh, are we in the future now? Is this like, and then he shoots a, a harpoon EMP thing. I actually pulled up, there is a page on it on the Fast and Furious wiki. It's called the ESD harpoon launcher. Um, and it basically, you shoot it, and it latches onto a car, and it shuts down the car. Um, and mm. I love it. Um, this, the only wait, issue is this real? No, it's not real. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no. I was wondering, like, was they there... just in? They just in universe. It's like the Wikipedia. Yeah, okay. yeah it's All on right. Fast and Furious Wiki, not real Wikipedia. The the Tunapedia. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> should be that. Yeah. But it, it was once wielded by Dexter's dad, so or sure adopted father. It's oh yeah, weird. electric yeah, trident. Yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten he was in this film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When he shows up, I was like, hell yeah, James Remar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was super yeah, stoked. First, first movie we get uh, Ted Levine, and now we get James Remar. It's a it's a good trade. We're moving up. Uh, yeah, yeah, moving. A, I don't know. That's. I'd say we're moving on a straight line. Sideways? 
Okay. I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd, so, uh, I'd equate them. Where would you put – let's think ahead a little bit. Where would you put some of the cops in the future? Like, I mean, obviously, The Rock. The Rock is – Is he – is he above these guys are real like Ted Levine and uh Numar uh Remar are like actors actors. Yeah. Would you put him below them or is he above just because of Star I mean Man? it depends on how we're rating it. If we're if we're like how we're rating it on mass, <laughs> on mass that he wins. If it's mass he wins, if it's like okay. star power like he's a, he's a different guy because he becomes one of the team. But I mean yeah. if we if we're rating it on like how many classic movies that that they appeared in, do you love? Then it's like, well, James Remar was in the Warriors. Uh, Ted Levine was in Silence of the Lambs, of course, and like Shutter Fairy, Island. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to rate how many classic rock movies? Uh, Doom, Journey, <laughs> Scorpion to... King, yeah. Scorpion. Jumanji is <laughs> when it starts getting good. Uh, how awesome would it be if James Remar and Ted Levine were on the team now? Part <laughs> yeah, of the we just like collect oh, all these character how actors. Amazing. Shay Wiggum is on the team now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean they bring back the other guys. Like they always bring back those poor guys from uh, Cuba. Yeah, they always bring them back, and but they never get to do anything. Like they're just they're like, just the, yeah, we just want you to park your car in front of a, a, a camera. Yeah. <laughs> we'll. Like we'll they get never get like a real scene, or we'll make you medics. Yeah, and I don't think they speak yeah, English. They, they, uh, well, that's yeah. part of it. James Remar yeah, is we'll excellent get to them. on. But yeah, James Remar. Oh yeah, go ahead. James Remar is excellent on Black Lightning. Oh, nice. I don't watch Black Lightning. He he's that well, sounded <laughs> racist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're just like that, that was a very definitive. Like I don't watch it. Let's just move on. Right. I, I'm we all know why. That character. <laughs> I like my lightning like I see it in nature. White. <laughs> white <laughs> yellow maybe you should check it out it's really fun no I, that sounded really that sounded really adamant i'm like i just don't watch I, I that one either That's the, but it yeah sounds cool it. i remember seeing commercials for it and i was really stoked about it but i'd never watched it though i watched the first two and I, it may be better now the first couple were slow and i just i already had a bunch of dc stuff dc i don't watch arrow either he's white everyone don't <laughs> at me okay i i don't watch arrow either okay hey we're watching too fast too furious and it has a lot of uh you know a lot, a lot it has a multicultural cast and uh as do it does. a lot it's of these great. movies but somehow too fast and you're in miami so we're gonna get a certain flavor somehow which is too great. fast too furious didn't cure racism no, I mean it tried. It tried. It tried. <laughs> it's going to be at the forefront once uh, history is written, guys. Too fast, yeah. too furious. When we got John there. Singleton. Well, can... It could. It really could have been like a statement about the racism in street racing, but it didn't go that direction for some reason. It it goes in a weird direction because we uh, Remar takes him back. They're in a room at first, and then his old boss shows up. Basically, blah blah blah. He's going to work for the U.S. Customs. He they go into guys a tech wall. A giant tech wall. So many screens. And they, all, on the screens, and they go right into him being briefed on something. And I'm like, okay, okay, guys, whoa, 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 okay. So he's being briefed, and the reason why I thought, oh, this movie's going in a different way than I thought John Singleton might have sent it, was they're like, all right, well, you're going to go after babyface Carter Verone, played by Cole Hauser, well-known... <laughs> Puerto Rican guy? <laughs> he's no. He's supposed to be Argentinian, and there are okay. a lot of there are a lot of white Argentinians. It's it's looks wise, it's believable. But the fact that it's... then why does he sound like he's from New York? <laughs> <laughs> I would say like you you could be a white Argentinian person. Sure. But the fact that it's Cole Hauser is not believable. Yeah. That's what that's what takes you out of it. 
Yeah, that's the me out of it. I I keep every time I see him, I think he's 19 years old in this movie. I feel like <laughs> I feel like he's very very young, wearing his big boy suits. <laughs> I think of it as Scarface babies, and that's that took me down a whole rabbit hole in my mind of he's Scarface babies, and it's Say just hello to my little Scarface. Friend. <laughs> or say hello to my much smaller friend. <laughs> and he's like, instead of doing cocaine, he's got like baby powder, baby aspirin. It's just the most adorable it's thing fun you've dip. ever seen. <laughs> oh, it's oh, fun. Yeah, it's blue. It just comes up. It's just got blue stuff all over his face. But yeah, okay. We see Cole Hauser on there. We'll, we'll, we aren't going to get to him in this Son chunk. Son of Wingshauser. We'll get to it. Yep. Uh, and also, also uh, Richard Pryor's cousin. Oh, yeah. There you go. Famous Cole Hauser facts. You didn't know that? That's your Hauser fact. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's this is my tech of the ep. Is the uh, <laughs> is, is this is this this wall? I, it's not the. I mean, I guess I'll take the e, e, ESD harpoon launcher then as the coolest tech. <laughs> I, I'm taking Suki's LED screen. I think that's uh, actually, awesome. Yeah, actually, thinking about it, there's a lot of cool tech in this chunk. There is, there is a lot more, a lot more than there yeah, was in the first. I movie. mean, Suki's got a neural interface with her car. It yes. it yeah. knows her moods. Yeah. Yeah. You could do the bridge. Is this the bridge like, raising, that's cool tech. Is this one of the more tech heavy um movies in a franchise? You know, I'm gonna say no. I think it gets I think no. it goes more from here. Oh no, look at Fate of the Furious. Oh, that's right. Fate yeah, of the yeah, Furious yeah, yeah, is, is basically a hacker. Well, and seven. Yeah. Actually too. So it's it's very God's eye. Yeah. The second God's eye comes in, but those aren't in the car usually. Yeah, see, those that's are like, what I mean. Like a lot those are MacGuffins. Yeah. But that one, it's like yeah, they really don't because Vin, Vin, Vin never like prides himself on using gadgets. My car is basically built on the force of will that I give it, and you know, he, it's him and Nas. That's the only thing he'll use. <laughs> My car runs on pickle Nas juice. Nas is the answer to everything. But yeah, they they get they go crazy with compute like hackers and computers later on. So there's yeah. a lot of tech stuff. Is that but yeah? Isn't that one of the sponsors wanna... too? Nas Energy Drink. Oh, we've been uh, trying. No, but we okay. We, we're we're talking about next year in Philly, uh, Jarf. You're gonna have to help with this. We're gonna try and it's, instead of doing the cruise run, we're gonna have people drink Nas, <laughs> the drink, a certain amount. You're gonna be given it two hours before the race, and you have to decide when you're going to drink it to give you the maximum amount Ooh. of energy. And then we're going to see how fast you can run. You don't want to be too early. Yeah. Nope. Almost had you. Be double bro. clutching. Almost had you. You went too yeah. early on that dream. Yeah. You never <laughs> you had me. me. You never had me. Oh, we'll also, man, I missed that script. We'll also get a couple cans of Pepsi thick in case you don't want to drink Nas. <laughs> you, have to cut, you have to cut open the can and then, like, eat it with a fork. It won't come out. <laughs> oh, it's like a gelatin, like a, like a cranberry sauce from Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. it, just comes, it just comes out like a... <laughs> makes that noise when oh, it comes yeah, out of the can. Oh, yeah, it should just come in like a can, like a, a can of beans. You just cr- you're like, <laughs> oh, like, you open up the can opener. I'm like, open my Pepsi thick. You got like the key. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like it's rations. Like the canned ham, like it comes with it. Yeah, like sardines. I think Pepsi <laughs> thick is comes- my tech of the app now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, the well, the, is it your hunk of the chunk? I think is oh. what we call it. <laughs> hunk of the ch- hunk of the chunk is coming up. Actually, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Brian is basically going to partner him with Miami Dave over here, and Miami Dave sucks. He's the wor- so he's like, they cut to him, and he's sipping out of a big. Oh, he's, yeah, he's sip. I think he might be drinking Pepsi. Actually. 
He's uh he's sipping out of a big drink cup as a as a punchline. Like and I love it whenever a movie does that where they like cut to someone and you just like they're just like drinking out of a straw and making that noise. You never look well one you can't look cool drinking out of a straw ever. You always look <laughs> like stupid. And two, drinking out of a guzzler makes you look like an idiot. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not working with this guy. He's an idiot. I get to pick yeah. my guy. He, he goes to him. He, get, like, he gives fine. him. A, he gives him one of those fake tests. He says, yeah. "Oh, you're you know you're street racing, huh? Well, what what would be the better engine for my Skyline? A Gallo 12 or a Gallo 24?" And then he says, "Uh, a 24." He's like, "I just made those up. It says Gallo on your cup." And he's, his cup says like Gallo ah, pizza on it. Stupid. Yeah, he's an idiot, Dave. Yeah. He's like a budget uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. His name's Ed, His name's Agent Gunn. I'm just calling That's him a way Dave, cooler so name than he deserves. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. I was, Agent Gunn. A- Agent, Agent Guzzler. <laughs> there you go. Guzzler here. So he doesn't make the cut. So Paul- instead, we go. We get to shift to the to our main sidekick. Not even sidekick. I would say second lead in mm-hmm. this movie. The Demolition Derby in Barstow. Oh, yeah. Roman Pierce. Holy crap, Tyrese Gibson! Yeah, welcome, welcome Super to the family, Tyrese. Yeah. Now, oh, can I be perfectly God. honest? Please, that's what we're here for. You don't watch Black <laughs> Lightning? I got it. <laughs> no, but this this is the part of the movie where I stop caring, and it, it, it's look, Paul Walker and and Tyrese. I don't think their chemistry works and this shift to them as the two mains is a detriment to the movie. I think that they had some really fun, really colorful, awesome characters in that initial race and then they just put them on ice for about an hour and a half and they don't come back until a, a, a scene later, so... Okay. Well, I, I understand. I understand that. And also, he's not the Tyrese. Like, he's not the Roman that we know yeah, in the later. He's supposed, movies, he was so. in prison he's for like, three years because Brian, you know, had something to do with putting him there, and he has kind of like this dark, this darkness to him. Um, that doesn't quite work for Ty- Tyrese. Doesn't wear that well. I feel like he he's not. I don't buy him as hard. He's he just seems like a nice guy. I mean, I buy him as hard because he as hard as well, yeah. F. He has a hard body for sure. He is uh, he is a monster in this movie. Yeah, uh, but I I I think they do have good chemistry. Um, I I think they do work well together. But I do get what you're saying about the it would have it would have worked like if he was hanging out with Suki or something. Like, oh, I'm gonna get Suki to help me out with this. That would be kind of like, oh, we're seeing her again. We get to know more about her. Suki Luda. After what you invested in her in the first part, I I wish she was yeah. the third. Yes, it does seem this. kind of like a left turn. Like we're going to California to pick up this guy. Like there's plenty of street racers in Miami. Who could do this? Yeah, um, the, yeah, and then they bring him back to Miami. Yeah, that's a huge <laughs> tangent and a huge loss of time. Yeah, like, they have to, to do. Oh, they're, dri- they're like a yeah, they're driving a car nine hundred miles an hour yeah. back across the country. <laughs> yeah, they do a road trip from uh, from Barstow to Miami. See, but I, with the guy that got you, you think put you in jail for three see, years. See, but I kind of, I kind of like the chemistry of the fact that they aren't supposed to get along. Like they're yeah. really not I, yeah, on the he's, same he's, page. Brian, I like yeah, the Brian's basically like. Brian's like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. He's like, you still suck at fighting. <laughs> that's like one <laughs> of my really improvising all this. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of my favorite. He let him. He let him punch him. He knew it was mm-hmm. coming. Like he sees him basically do the the George McFly. You know, yeah. grips his <laughs> fist and then punches him. Yeah. So he sees it coming. 
But I think he thinks that that punch is well earned for him to receive. I think he, what I he, give him credit for. Yeah, he knew that that uh, Roman needed this, so he's going to let him have it. I think. Um, I do like I like uh, the uh, the FBI guy that they have with him, Tom Barry. Uh, he was kind of a drag mm-hmm. in the first movie. Um, he's the one who is like, you know, I'm I'm the authority, so you're going to take the fall for me, basically, to Paul Walker. Yeah, he was the Fed. Yeah, right? he was the Fed who was kind of just a bummer. Uh, but in this, he's kind of fun. He's like, he's like, yeah. I think now he drinks more cappuccinos. He drinks so. some cappuccinos. He's he's... Out, he, maybe he has Coronas now. And he, he's when they're fighting, he sits down and he he's eating some popcorn, which is funny. He's he seems thoroughly enjoying the fact that Roman's car almost went into the crowd and killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. he really he's really into this. He's like he loves the Derby, Demolition Derby. Okay, how do we feel about Demolition Derbies? I think cool. I think Love awesome. Ruth. Being from the South, I have seen them oh a God. bunch. They're awesome. They're on in dirt tracks. They are. They're not ever like they, these guys are barely wearing anything. This is not how it. Yeah, they wear know. helmets. The amount yeah. of the amount of metal uh, infrastructure inside those cars. Those cars are basically tanks with like the chassis of a Chevy on the outside. It's not. It's not the same as. I mean, they are junkers, but they've reinforced everything inside of it. Well, this is, and also I don't think. I don't think no matter how fast you go, you could make somebody flip over the side like that, yeah. like they like he does to that station wagon. But no matter what, it's still awesome. Never been to Demolition Derby. Super fun. I've, oh, I've played that. His, his car is his car is one one number from being nice. It's sixty eight. Oh, so yeah. not nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. I've never been to one either, but I really want to go. I uh, and this seeing this, I was like, I need to make that happen. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, do they have them in Portland? Is that something they would do? I don't think. I think you might have to drive uh, east or west. You might have to go to like, uh, yeah, Eastern Oregon maybe. Um, it might. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close. I, and definitely not in the city of Portland. Like we have to get out of Portland. No, well, no, no. But I don't know. I'm I'm curious how far I'd have to drive into Hicksville to get to this. I'll, I'm mm-hmm. gonna look it up. I'll let you know. Yeah, Ro- and Roman lives. Roman lives in a trailer. Well, because he's on uh, under house arrest and he can only work no. or only is, be a hundred yards I have to ask from him. I don't is, think they can do that. Is that legal? Is is that no, legal? I don't think so. You can't live in a mobile home that, that would that he could unless just, the mobile home doesn't go anywhere. But you, that would be too. I feel like that'd be too hard to like regulate. You have to have it be a physical yeah. place yeah. because it has to be plugged in. Correct. Yeah, I would take that, that too. Film. It has a light. Yeah, and you could just you might so, as well just say like, oh, I live in my car. So yeah, I have to just stay within 100 feet of my car. Because every time you shut off your home, quote unquote, with a mobile home, the GPS machine like shuts off and they would get a signal that he's turned off the machine. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering is the GPS on his ankle, the machine. And that's what's pushing out GPS. Remember, GPS in 2003 was still like this nebulous, you know, yeah. only the government uses it. And we're just now getting Garmin and these other things. Yeah. Like, we weren't, like, super using GPS. Now everybody's like, I can just track my kids and my family and whatever the hell I want. Yeah, with the Find a Friend, with Apple and all that. But Remember, Lojack was, like, the first time anybody was like, oh, I can find my car if it gets stolen. Yep, but then normally it's too late by the time it gets found anyway, so. Sure. But, yeah, I don't think this is legal. In any way, but I think it's one of those like nobody really knows if it's legal or not at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was okay for them to do this. Well, apparently, going back to the ESD uh, harpoon launcher, uh, apparently people when they saw the movie thought it was a real thing. So they're playing they're playing fast and loose and, fa- and fast and furious, 
And yeah. I think they're just people they're they're doing they're playing the line of like, oh, that's almost that's almost real, but not so quite close to being too fast and too loose on this. Yeah. So. All right. Too fast, too loose. Yeah. Act a fool. But uh, Roman's in because he finds out he can have his uh, record expunged and get the thing off his leg. So yep. he's in. Seems like a good deal. Now the movie moves moves pretty quickly at this point. Yeah. He's doing it for something for himself. I kind of like that. He doesn't do it for yeah. Brian. Yeah. Tyrese also walks with a lot of swagger. I think we were talking about Ludacris earlier. He, oh, yeah. he like His shoulders are moving like, like he's an Imperial walker or something. It's just like... Yeah, you don't you notice it, especially when he's wearing these long pants, this white shirt that he's wearing right now when he's driving. Like he's yeah, his swagger is all top mm-hmm. heavy because he's like a V. His shoulder, yeah. he's huge. yeah, he is a great. This is when he was still prime male model mm-hmm. Tyrese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In his prime, I mean, he's still uh, he's. I'm sure he's still in great shape, but we don't see his body anymore. Like they don't show his. Yeah, arm now anymore. the Rock is is the one who wears the tight t-shirts. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you and Ben, oh, and Ben's ben. like, uh, I can't. I can't have somebody with bigger arms than me on this movie. Well, yeah, well, we'll get to that. Can uh, we talk about how Paul Walker seems to be actually trained in mixed martial arts on this? Like that is a oh sweet yeah, he does some holding choke. Yeah. Oh, does he do like a little like a little uh, Krog Maga? <laughs> well, like he locks up the the hips with his uh, legs, and then when mm-hmm. Tyrese like leaned over the, for that right cross. He kind of went to his left and then just guillotine choked him. That's actually really impressive. Maybe we'll try that in Philly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that going to be like we have you get out of that hold, then you drink your like when do you drink your nose? All right. Yeah, we'll we'll stand we'll stand in a circle and we'll get two people to walk into it. And the first rule is we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Second rule, we're not going to talk about it. Whether you if you look at him and go, you hit me in the face as hard as you can. Yeah. Two podcasters enter, one podcaster leaves. <laughs> yep. You could also. That's how we decide all these uh, all these double ups. Anybody that you know is doing the same movie, we make them go in this. Yeah. They don't know this yet. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like people that do the most amount of editing just throw the thing. And they're like, I don't want to edit anymore. Beat me. Yeah. <laughs> trying to Please lose. Just hit me in the face. There's two podcasters <laughs> trying to lose so they don't have to do it. Yeah, these <laughs> I can't do it anymore. They told me in the in the in the, in the circle in the in the uh Thunderdome. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> Loser has to edit the other, the winner's uh episode. Oh. Then we'll, oh my god. <laughs> then you see a real fight. <laughs> I have another idea. You could do a soapbox demolition derby. Okay. <laughs> nice. Just cars made out of cardboard <laughs> or wood. And then you have to just like, oh yeah, like Jarf, we could have like uh, tetanus cars <laughs> and just drive them around and like dram, dram, dram them, dram, dram them into each other. Ram. I'm trying to say ram. Okay. I have a, I have one glass of Bailey's and I mean, I mean uh, Pepsi thick, <laughs> and I'm a goofball. <laughs> yeah, they go, they go to the secret location. Um, this truck pulls up, and I think. Eva Mendez has been yeah, in the back of that unair conditioned truck for yeah, she's, a while. She was been waiting in there for the whole drive to make her dramatic entrance, just standing there when the truck opens. And it, she's not a wearing a work appropriate shirt. Yeah, she um, not against it. There's physics going on uh, in her clothing. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of binding yes. together. They, and and why are those cars underneath drapes with the seal on it? It has a seal. The drapes have a seal. The, there's two cars. They're like, what are we doing? What are you giving us? And she basically showing them. Yeah, they're, cars. the cars they're going to use. One, one, one with the, one with the license plate. Hater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice Wait. that. That's funny. 
<laughs> and the other one just the license plate. I wish they both had something one going on. Lover and hater, it's, or yes, it, great. Is minds. the driver of this truck Agent Gun? He's there. Oh, I saw Agent Gun. No, no, that's just like UPS. Phil, I thought, I'm pretty sure he's there. I, don't know who that is. I, th- I thought he was too. He is there, but that's not the guy with driving, the red shirt. I don't think. I think he's just. No, that guy's way too lanky. Okay. Agent Agent Guzzler is a, <laughs> a little different. Agent Guzzler, all right. He's probably drinking a drink in the back. I wish he was still drinking the whole time. Because remember right later in the movies, after Han's gone, R.I.P. Han, Tyrese becomes the one that's always eating. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, like, gave him they gave him the bit. The the Brad Pitt bit? The Brad The Brad bit. bit. There we go. <laughs> Brad Someone has bit. to be eating something or drinking something at all times. Yep. And this car, th- this is where, uh, our real Roman peeks his head out. He's like, don't even think about the, he's like, don't even think about the, take the convertible. It might loosen your moose. <laughs> yeah, boy. Good <laughs> burn. And I was like, and I, I was like, all right, Tyrese, that was good. That's good stuff. I'm glad, I'm just glad. Could we talk about the fact that I'm glad that Brian found a place in Miami that could do his highlights because in that prelude, he does not. No, he lost yet. the highlights and for I was, a little bit. I was, I was worried. Um, but he found someone that could do mm-hmm. his hair. It's not the same guy who does uh, James Remar's hair because James Remar has a very specific hairdo <laughs> right now. It's the, the older character actor hairdo. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Customs Service is established in 1789, according to that seal. I guess. Sure. Yeah. I guess they needed customs, you know, when, they were, when we were a country. <laughs> They're like, oh, whoa, 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 what is this shit you're bringing over? No, no, no. <laughs> At some point, someone said, we can make money on this. Yeah. It's probably like on the 17th to 18th goat and or donkey yeah. that was brought over. They're like, all right, we got to like about this. This is the, the French bringing bourbon across the Louisiana border or something like that. We got to regulate this. That's not cool. Oh, my God. That is correct. Jul- is that July it? July 31st, 1789 by Alexander Hamilton. That is real. Oh, good job. They did the research. I know. Yeah. Wait, Alexander Hamilton invented the U.S. Customs? Yeah. I didn't see that in the play. <laughs> <laughs> when is that song? I it's going to be in the a, a, scene. Hamilton 2. Oh, there's two a Hamilton 2? <laughs> yeah. I can't where, wait. Where they talk two about Hamilton like, 2 Burious. <laughs> yeah, where they talk about the holding of certain uh, products being brought over and everything. Yeah. Can't wait! But that sounds great. That's amazing. You could do I like a, a rap about all the different products. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, go, Murrin. Go oh, have to yeah, do that. You're on that. Yeah, you're on that one. <laughs> hey, I'm Murrin, and I'm here to say I've got products in a special way. <laughs> Alexander you Hamilton. Bring it in the country. He created the U.S. Customs to stop the French from bringing bourbon over, <laughs> and the Canadians from bringing their maple. <laughs> Before we had Pepsi thick, <laughs> we used to have <laughs> tonic All this shit. water. I don't know what they had. Like, what was Epicac? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, what we, thick. we had Epicac before Pepsi thick? That kind of sucks. Well, Pepsi thick is a diuretic, <laughs> so. <laughs> that... Would you want this bottle of Epicac or would you want Pepsi thick? Ugh, give me the Epicac. <laughs> Please. <laughs> And it's basically what they're telling us is that they're going to work for the U.S. Customs. They've got an inside person that's Eva Mendez, and they're going to go to Babyface. Uh, what's Carter his name Verone. again? 
Oh yeah, Carter Verone, the most Argentinian name ever. <laughs> he uh, has they like, go to redheaded his last name kind, Carter Verone's house. His, his last name kind of sounds Argentinian, but his first name is definitely like the name of like the kid, the kid at school who uh, who plays with tech decks, like Carter. <laughs> My name's Carter. Get out! Stop, Carter. So yeah, in the end, they're going to help them. Yeah. So yes, they they they're go- now going. They her, Carter needs drivers. So she has gotten them basically a, and she's interview. been undercover for a long time. She's basically uh, long, long time. time. She she's been it's like been over a year, but she says she's forgotten how long. I think. So she's she's deep in the jungle. That's, is this the same writer that wrote the, in the other movie? I have a last name, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I can't pronounce. No, I can't pronounce it. I got a last name, yeah, but I can't, I can't pronounce, pronounce it. it. And in this movie, it's like I've got I have a backstory. I just can't remember it because that would slow the movie down. <laughs> She's like she's like she Colonel drives Kurtz, with though. Brian. She's just like she's yeah, she's been the... there too long. She's going a little crazy, supposedly, but it doesn't really show. Oh yeah, she's in country. She uh, and Brian is trying to woo yeah. her, just and because she's his hot, woo. I, guess? I don't know. So his woo is the stare, <laughs> the stare and drive. drive. So this this is what I was teasing earlier when Murr and you mentioned the Star Wars prequels, because. He, okay. he does the stare and drive for something like five minutes. And then <laughs> while still staring, he stops the car right at the intersection. How's he do it? Use, That's amazing. Use, use your peripherals. He's got more higher metachlorian count than Master Yoda. <laughs> yeah, because he's... I don't think he's using the uh, peripheral to directly in front of him. I think he's using it on the stop sign that he would see past her. So he's pretty smart about that. He's done it before. Although, to, yeah. to follow up on the prequel thing, I, I could definitely see uh, Anakin doing this. Like it's, That's uh, yeah. something you do in like one of those space, uh, those like hover cars with Natalie Portman. I could definitely imagine that scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyrese, or Tyrese, I'm not going to call him Tyrese. Roman says, yeah, he learned that move from me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. And then we see in the background as they're driving uh, down many of the canals of Miami, we see Chekhov's speedboat. Just keep that speedboat in mm-hmm. mind for later chunks. There will be some speedboatiness. And our last final part of this is the showing of the, I guess, the other street toughs that are trying out for this, whatever they're trying out for, the the, the to be the wheelmen yeah. of this project. And I, you know what I didn't remember, Mern, when you said you got really excited about Orange Julius being in this movie, and I thought the guy with the tank top, the, the power tank, we do see yep. a tank top. I thought that guy was Orange Julius. He, he could be, but he's actually because I hadn't watched it in forever, and I was like, "Is that the is that guy's name Orange Julius?" And it's not <laughs> a joke. Like, is his first name Orange? <laughs> first name Orange, like, last name right. Julius. Alexander Hamilton oh, is you- my friend. Uh, are you? Oh, you're rapping again. Okay. I, I, yeah, tell I can't tell what was happening. My rap, it just sounds like I'm talking. Because that natural. <laughs> no, this guy is Corpy, I think. Uh, and he's played by John... C- not not John Cena Tiempo. John Cena Tiempo. Oh, John Cena's coming later. That was almost awesome. It was almost John Cena's awesome. coming yeah, later. But, you'll, you'll see, but the thing up. is... is we- Who's his friend? Frank Undertaker? <laughs> yeah. This guy... The, the only difference between him and John Cena is we can actually see this actor, so... Oh yeah, you can see him definitely all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, aren't we getting John Cena in the, one of the new? Yeah, Fast he's going to be the ninth one or something. Yeah, yeah, he's family. <laughs> wait, but wait, 
Can we clarify? It's not this no. guy, right? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. John Cena Ramirez. What? What? Nothing. So this guy. Here, have some Pepsi thick. Keep quiet. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. See ya. This guy looks like every extra on The Sopranos. Uh, and I had no, to look it yeah. up. He's, he... And he was on several episodes of The Sopranos, in fact. <laughs> of course he was. Is he supposed to be my, Miamian? I don't know. Like, is he supposed, is he supposed to be more Latin flavored? He looks really Italian. I don't know. I think there are, I think there's yeah. a big Italian. Oh, population. yeah. The car, though. He's basically, they're like, look, we got all these clothes for Vin because we thought he was going to be in the movie and his car. Let's just give it to this guy. Let's give it to John Cena. <gasps> Not that no. one. Oh. <laughs> he, yeah. So this guy's a stunt performer mostly, but he also does some small roles and, uh, he's a big dude and he's my hunk of the chunk. He is the hunk yeah. of the chunk. Wait, he's hunk. Okay. Oh, uh, well, guys, we're doing hunks to the chunks now. It's just something we started. It's dumb. <laughs> but uh, my hunk of the chunk is Tyrese. Okay. Very good choice. Because those arms at the last, literally the last second before this chunk stops, we get a shot of Tyrese in his basically what I would call um, prison yard chic. No shirt, no, uh, no, uh, no sleeve shirt. It's a, It's got collar, so it's not a tank top. But it's a no-sleeved, double-button front, blue shirt. But his arms are out, and they are humongous. He needs to see a vet because those pythons are sick. They are. And in Miami, you know they got pythons. <laughs> the uh, pythons there. are a real issue there. So, you know. <laughs> if I look really closely, it looks like Paul Walker is sporting a better bod than he had in the first movie. I remember him taking his shirt off in the first movie, and he was fit like a swimmer. Yeah. But in this one, he's more... Thick like a Vin Diesel, a Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, he's closer. Like, like he's starting to get bigger. I mean, he's still he's a much smaller dude. Speaking of Pepsi thick, Vin Diesel is Pepsi thick. Yeah, that's a different body type, but I do think Brian is bigger. Can I just say, movie. I'm I, I'm enjoying this so far, but man, I miss Vin Diesel. God, I love Vin Diesel. He's I'm gonna miss him. He's he's we're gonna we're gonna have to be apart for a little bit, but we'll see him again soon. Fairly, and yeah. you know, in a few, like a couple Two months. months, yeah, yeah. Two months. No, wait. Is he in drift? He well, yeah. He's a, he has is a cameo. He? Look. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. That's guys. That that is the least one, one I've watched the least. So that's going to be interesting when we get there. Oh yes, because I can't stand that corn pone <laughs> actor who plays the lead. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yep, and that's where this chunk ends. He says, uh, did we get the line, where did you get them cars yes. at the bottom of a cereal box? And that's where we don't get there. We don't get, uh, we don't get Roman's quip back no, yet. it just ends on that so, line from, uh, from Hunk of the Chunk there, from, uh, Corpy. And he has a muscle car to go with his muscles. Yeah. He does. Well, Roman drove up in a purple Corvette. Oh, I was going to mention so. this too. In my, uh, <laughs> in the extras that were, uh, that were specifically about Roman's car, he apparently designed yeah. this car. Tyrese, <laughs> they, they, it's not that different. Like, I want to drive what the Joker would drive <laughs> if he was in Miami. <laughs> okay. So he, they, he showed up to do this film and they had his, a purple convertible, basically the same car, but it was like a different shade of purple. And then it had like a web design on the side. And he was like, no, this is lame. And it had like yellow upholstery or something. And he just, he was like, this oh. is too, this is lame. And he redesigned it, uh, and it, and they built it. He built it with his own two hands. No, they built it like 
How much money? I, God, I look at the production on this. Production cost. I know they spent so much on cars. It seems like uh, maybe more than the first movie. So much more than they did before. Because these are all like real cars. In some of the movie, in some of the other movie, the stuff they show it looks like. Yeah, we're talking about just laptops. Yeah, like it's just it's just to kind of be like, okay, there is tech. We're just not going to talk about it. Blah blah blah. You know, like they don't even yeah harp on it here. It's like this stuff really works. This is real tech. Yeah, I just pulled it up. Budget seventy six million. They spent seventy six million, and worldwide, this movie made two hundred and thirty six million dollars. Yeah, it was yeah, big, absolute success. This is before they had that insane foreign market. The foreign market at this point was they did one hundred twenty seven domestic. That's insane, and they did one hundred nine million foreign. That's nothing compared to what these movies do now. It's re- I mean, it, it ranks ninth. Oh, hold on, it ranks ninth in car racing movies. Would you like to know what the first number one car racing movie? Sure. Which one do you think it is? I mean, does 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 mm. Furious Seven count as a racing movie? Okay, then yes. it's that one. Oh, yes, you win. No. Yeah. Nice job. Three hundred and fifty six. Three hundred three hundred and fifty three million. Is Days of Thunder Where's on Gone the list? in sixty seconds in it. Is Days of Thunder on the list? Yes, it is thirteenth. What about Gone in sixty seconds? Uh, Gone in sixty seconds. No, oh, oh. neither no. original or Nicolas Cage. I'm looking. Hold on. Talladega Nights Ricky Bobby is ninth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All of them are Fast and Furious movies except for the Cars movies, which jump in there. 244 for Cars was two. Cars two was six. Cars three was eight. I feel like the Cars movie should get there. Cannonball Run made $72 million. That's crazy for for when it came out. That's Yeah. And the money they spent on it. They spent nothing on it. I was going to say – Herbie fully loaded, sixty six. Jesus, is that the Would Lindsay you think Lohan that the cars? Herbie? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because hers was fully loaded. That was a joke about it because she was loaded. Stroker Ace, thirteen million dollars. That's yeah, still insane. Furious Seven. Why is, isn't is... Stroker Ace my racer name? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think oh. that's the sex positive I... jarf reason. Do you want to change it? You want to be Stroker Ace? No, no. We encourage never, drift. Hey, whether you whether you whether you change your name by an inch or a mile, <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. The Fast and the Furious made uh, was the budget was the thirty eight million. So this had a bigger budget, which is interesting. I, yep. I would that's kind of surprising because it seems like like a downgrade. Seems like they'd ke- they'd have kept it. Like they seemed like they would have kept it. But I think what they did was you get the budgets and then you get the actors. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. we don't have Vin Diesel. Yeah, so the budget was there, and then like Vin Diesel didn't sign on, and then they they probably they didn't have to spend very much on the act the the cast in this. Um, no, no one no one had that big of a you know. Obviously, Tyrese did it for the car. <laughs> yeah. Did he get to keep it? Uh, who knows? It's now a very specific car that only he wants. Yeah. So probably. Yeah. Can I change my racer name to the license plate? Yes, you're hater, hater with an No, I meant Z three Y nine two one. Okay, you're welcome, Z three Y. Can I be Nissan Skyline? Awesome. Can we just I do like, like Skyline is kinda awesome. Actually Skyline's I'll pretty call good. You that. Yeah. Ooh, Eclipse. Skyline. What's up, Skyline? Like like the chili. Yeah, I like Z three Y though. Yeah. Alright, you're Z three Y. Alright, so we got two new names now. We got Z three Y and Stroker's Ace. Sweet. Why don't we wrap this chunk up? And we'll come back next week with yeah, more wrap chunks. Wrap this Pepsi-thick chunk uh, in, a, in a little bit of paper and <laughs> save it for later. <laughs> As we will decant it. I'm going to put this Pepsi-thick in this decanter, 
and let it uh it needs to breathe no it literally needs to breathe it like it, when it's in the can it actually it's, it's moves. becoming a living thing <laughs> yes so uh, the, if you guys want the title of this episode you guys want to from yeah, yeah, it's Pepsi thing. <laughs> it needs to breathe. If you guys want to, yeah, if you guys want to, if you guys want to promote your stuff, you don't have to. You can whatever you want to do. Let's start with Johan. What are you doing? Uh, we're currently on hiatus, but we are working on in ID for Mint, which is Independence Day minute. We are just passing the threshold of the famous speech. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, I w- chills. On- yeah. Like the one that's referenced by like every D and D player that plays a bard and rolls a twenty on charisma, like that's it. That's as high as it gets. It's an amazing speech. There was once, uh, um, <laughs> there was once a talent. No, there was once a, a talent show on the Fourth of July at this place I was working, and I did that speech for. The, I got up on stage and just read it. Oh, you have to. It's amazing yeah it's, it's still so good yeah it, it's if there's anything anything in that movie that's will stand the test of time it is that it's, speech it's the it's ultimate version good. of the the inspirational speech movie speech it's is nothing's yeah, gonna it is too gonna good. Top it it it, right. it sends more chills than i am spartacus in my opinion mm. what about you uh i almost called you jarf that's not your name anymore you're stroke Stroke grace what, what, what do you got that's right say my name so Tierney and I are working on a Movies by Minute podcast about Joe versus the Volcano. Joe versus the Minute. Ooh. We have been in pre-production for a couple months, so should be dropping early fall, maybe winter. We're figuring that out, but we're taking you to the volcano one minute at a time. Rad. That's awesome. That is rad. Well, I appreciate you guys being on. I know Mer and I are always happy we can find people that oh, true gearheads that really want to talk about cars and Nas and Pepsi products. Or I'm glad I'm on this. Uh, th- it's all about thick drinks. <laughs> this, 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 chunk. this was actually thick drinks. Aren't you? This was one of the franchise movies that I thought I was going to hate when I first watched it, and then like you see it and you're like, "All right, I was wrong. This is actually fine." <laughs> It's not bad. No. If you, but when it first is it stupid? Yes, yeah. but they're all stupid on some level. But they get they get technically better yeah. as we move That's through. The thing. I think we'll, I'll, I'll discover this as we go along. But I think the movies as they go along, the the craft gets better almost with each yeah. movie. Like it's just like the way they're put together. Like this is this is a much better paced and just like it looks better than the first movie. But the plot, the plot of the first movie, I think has yet to be topped because it's the plot of Point Break. It's just like this really yeah. dynamic, like this guy's on getting on the inside and is sort of this conflict and they're, they don't really reach that level of plot intricacy again, but the movies get no. better made for sure. Yeah. Later on, like every, like how every film starts to weave into the others is just something you didn't expect out of the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. And they, li- and they li- seem to have listened to each other. They were like, man, I wish we could just do a movie with Tyrese and uh, Ludacris. Why don't we? Yeah. Okay. And they just start adding people in. And they're like, those guys were really fun. Well, they don't speak English. Then let's only have them have a small part. And then you have another guy and you're like, man, the rock's really good. Let's have them in more. Okay. And it just, it just turns into this. Juggernaut I really want to bring Han back, just, but he died in the last movie. Uh, we'll just change the chronolo- chronology of all the movies so he can be in more of them. Yeah. Yep. 
And he was also killed by a guy who we later make into our family. So we're all good with that? Question mark? Yeah, Jason Statham tried to uh, kill a child uh, with an explosive, but oh, he can be family. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to it. Murren, you got anything else going on? You want anybody to come sure. to your play? I'm in the Portland premiere of uh, the play version of Shakespeare in Love. Remember that movie that won Best Picture over <laughs> Private Saving Private? Like you say, the play version, like like we're making another movie. <laughs> yeah, we're it's the it's the Shakespeare in Love two, uh, still shaken. Yeah, still in love. Uh, no, that's that's uh, it's the Portland premiere of that that play. Um, it's pretty fun. If you like the movie, it's basically that, but a little different. And I'm in it. <laughs> is he okay. is the play version of uh, Too Fast, Too Furious? Oh my god, still in pre production. Or is that like in production? Yes. Oh my god! Now I need to do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. working on it. There is a Fast and Furious live. Uh, I haven't looked into it too much, but I'll have to figure out how to get to it or how to perform yeah. it. See, this might be another thing. God, there's so many things we have to do with the conventions over the next few years. We need to do a, <laughs> a, 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 a read through of like a like one of the scenes <laughs> and get people from. Minute by minute podcast to read mm-hmm. the script. That's, That's actually a good, a good idea. One, it's one, it's group yeah. thing. Everybody's involved. That might actually be yeah. a good idea. Do you want to do it like whose line is it anyways, where you have to say it in a certain style? <laughs> oh, we could say like freeze. <laughs> do yeah. it like a western. What, you can change yeah. their style. Now no, it's silent yeah. movie. <laughs> 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 I kind of like this. I would actually. I or like it's in our names in a hat yeah. where you start the scene and then they pull things out of a hat and go yeah and they say like. Uh, sci-fi and you have to keep going with the scene but it's like bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah. You know, you're trying to be like like high school educational <laughs> so i like it well good that, that good uh, i have nothing to promote i'm not in a play it opens but, in november uh, 1st at lakewood center for the arts if you're in the area portland awesome. s- s- metro area and if you're not will you be uh, will someone be recording this and putting it up on youtube for free <laughs> i i have i have no comment on that I All think right. that's against the law. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, Just like what? street racing, Theater man. law. <laughs> Not too worried. Oh, I went to your theater, but there were road close signs in front of it, so I didn't go in. <laughs> so at the end, they'll just have um, something else. Let's all just make engine noises. That's, that's the this. end. <laughs> all right. All right. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, grinding the gears. Oh, granny yeah, shifted double sledging. Oh, I'm in diesel. I'm not I put in, in diesel movie. in the tank. Too fast. Too furious. I'm too fast for y'all, man. Too fast. Too furious. I'm too fast for y'all. Oh, you just came home from doing a beer. Tell me what you gonna do. Act a fool. Somebody broke in and cleaned out.